Ha, nice one. The world is getting crazier. People are acting more and more insane. The end of the world is tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. There's only one thing to do when the world is falling apart. Listen to Basil and Gons as they discuss this week's news and events through the lens of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Canary Crime News Talk. You're listening to Canary Cry News Talk. Today is October 23rd, 2020. This is episode 259. And today, Sensor Tech. And we, uh, we called it. And I am your best buddy, Basil. Called it. And this is Gons. <laughs> this is the podcast where we love Jesus. We love you. And we're trying to love ourselves and our enemies, but... Right now, it's very difficult to love our enemies. Especially this whole when day they, uh, has been very difficult. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like somebody's saying Twitch. We went offline on Twitch, but I'm mm. seeing Twitch comments come in. Yeah, no, I'm watching on Twitch. We're going. Okay. Am I? How are my levels? I sound pretty hot over on my side. Do I sound fine to you? You are. Yeah, you always come in a little hot, though. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like to come in a little hot just to keep everybody on their toes. Well, folks, to start out the show, uh, time for a little Canary Cry uh, the uh, news update for the Canary, the world of Canary Cry. And that is that we are not streaming on the Face Like the Sun YouTube channel. Uh, as of today, we uh, have been blocked blocked or you got a strike or something for a, a video strike. you made years ago yeah a video i made four years ago that was basically a short video to promote the interview we had with titus frost about mm-hmm. pizzagate and all that stuff and obviously we used a trigger word we triggered youtube uh with the word pizzagate and mm. that uh constituted a strike on the channel and uh, obviously, you know, uh, I still said I'm grateful that like I haven't been completely deleted, but channels like Titus Frost, they were deleted. So, you know, it's one of those issues where we're, we're under the radar, but not completely. We're still, you know, catching the algos. Yeah, we kind of started getting hit with the second wave, the second wave of uh, QAnon uh, censorship there, you know. Uh, and actually a little story for those of you who are producers over on the Patreon, that's patreon.com slash CCNT. Uh, we got plenty of, uh, well, a nice little chunk of producers coming in on the Patreon there. We woke up to a nice little notice. What was it? Was that yesterday gone? That we it got was, that? it was yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Yesterday that we, uh, Patreon suspected us of promoting QAnon disinformation and uh, we those of you who uh, are on that Patreon you got a little note from us we had to convince Patreon that we do not support the QAnon uh, conspiracy theories luckily Patreon saw the light and uh, ceased and desisted of their deleting of our Patreon page. So, so far, so good over there. We are able to help. Uh, well, we are able to keep that going with the help of our Patreon producers who uh, rallied together to convince, well, to not just convince, but to illuminate ooh, Patreon uh, to the fact that we are not supporters of the QAnon uh, thing 
In fact, we have explicitly, uh, you know, been pretty skeptical, been pretty skeptical and pretty, uh, what's the other word, suspicious of QAnon. You know, we're, we're, hey, we talk about a lot of things on here. We talk about QAnon. We, uh, we will analyze the different um, predictions and uh, conspiracy theories of QAnon, but by no means are we... Uh, straightforward supporters so luckily the patreon is still alive but we're kind of still getting dinged uh here and there which is why you can't watch us on the face like the sun youtube channel today and i've been telling you every single episode you need you can't just follow us on the face like the sun youtube channel because um, there will come a day where you will not get the show uh and that day is today so hopefully some of you uh listened to me although i'm looking at the numbers now and it's obvious that not enough of you <laughs> took me seriously well i take that back those who are listening live right now uh took me seriously and that's why you're here watching the show but there are wow hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who uh are did not make it to the show today uh for that exact reason yeah and it was pretty disappointing to get that notice from patreon that said we uh spread q anon supporting disinformation and mm -hmm. and we clearly told them like hey no we didn't we don't promote q and they came back with a well in this one post you have QAnon content without discernible critical analysis, according to Abel. <laughs> Which was a real burn. I know. It's like, okay. It's more of an insult than it was a piece of evidence. Yeah. And the post was from November 2017. It was an extended report that, uh, for those of you guys have, who have been with Canary Cry News Talk for a long time, for a while we had our normal show, which was only a half hour, and then we did a second show that's... Uh, you know, second half hour after bonus for, episode. Yeah. Like a bonus episode, extended report for patrons. And uh, it was one of those that I guess I talked to where it was, it was me solo too. You weren't even in the, the episode, Basil. Yeah. It was like a 15 yeah, that minute one was thing. All you, man. I know. I know. I, I I'm bringing down <laughs> the house, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it, it's pretty ridiculous. And as far as YouTube is concerned, uh, similar to my past charges, I uh, violated community guidelines. Oh, before I even mention the YouTube thing, the Patreon thing is ridiculous because they they basically changed their uh, community guidelines. And when they changed it, they're like, oh, all these accounts are violating it now. Mm -hmm. So it's very, it's super messed well, up. Well, that was the thing they tried to pull on us was, uh, they in the first of all, let me start out by saying the fact that they ended up not deleting us is a point in Patreon's favor. So we just have some steam to let off here. But overall, Patreon did the right thing, did not delete the Patreon. So thank you very much, Patreon. But yeah, it was a little silly because, yes, they were saying you are uh, going against the community guidelines that you explicitly agreed to when you <laughs> created your account. I mean, we made that Patreon, I don't even remember, 2016, 2015, maybe. Yeah. It's like, 
QAnon was definitely not explicitly mentioned in 2016 in your uh, community guidelines. So excuse me, but that excuse me, Mr. Patreon lawyer, (laughs) we did not necessarily agree to that in 2016. But uh, nonetheless, we do not uh, support uh, explicitly support QAnon and uh, we never have never will. And uh, I don't know. There you go. That's got to be. I wonder what the law written on that, that kind of uh, retroactive type of deal where, where you can change a policy and then, you know, anything prior to that change gets kind of lumped into that new policy. Well, you know, it's like with a lot of uh, services, you just log on one day and a little notice will pop up and says, our community guidelines have been updated. Do you press agree? okay? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you just I'm press sure. okay. Yeah. And uh, it, it doesn't actually tell you what's changed. Um, interesting comment in the Twitch chat here from Sin Kitty. Uh, are you guys going to sign to Twitch if YouTube pulls the plug? Referring to uh, the partnership with Twitch that does have a 24-hour exclusivity clause uh, for live broadcasts. Um, I don't know. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, I mean, technically, if we get pulled from YouTube entirely, then there would be very little stopping us from signing with Twitch. Um, But uh, I don't know. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. The problem with that is it's it's just sidestepping for a little bit. It's kind of. You know, you're doing a dance, you're, you're avoiding one bullet, but here comes another, you know, a super duper missile coming at us. So it's, it might be okay. It might work for a little while, but as soon as they start a crackdown on Twitch, then, you know, we're running to the same problem. Yeah. So see, I think it feels like Twitch has more diligent, uh, people looking at the content and all it takes is just a few seconds of diligence to realize that we are obviously not QAnon supporters. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't enough that I had a video called why Christians shouldn't follow or should ditch QAnon or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but <laughs> right. You know, not enough, I guess, but yeah, whatever it's going to happen. Uh, you know, we're the, the, the sensor tech, the tech censorship is out of control. SGT report, Sean, he's got his YouTube, his MailChimp, his, um, now his Patreon, other people having their PayPal shut down, other people having their, uh, uh Vimeo shut down. I mean, it's just yeah. like ridiculous. And well, that's the crazy thing about the face like the sun YouTube channel getting a strike is <laughs> you got a strike for mentioning who was it? Titus Titus Frost. Frost yeah. Yeah. For mentioning Titus Frost and having Titus Frost on, you know, on your channel got you a strike. It's not even you. It was just crazy. So anyways, but we're here now. Um, A big, huge favor to uh, that we want to ask you, dear live listeners, those who did make it on. If you could spread the word uh, right now, live, maybe post it on your social or your Twitter or I don't know how YouTube works. If you can tell your YouTube friends, uh, try to spread the word that uh, the show is not being broadcast on Face Like the Sun and see if uh, maybe we can try to uh, tell all of the uh, deserted 
face like the sun viewers that they can come tune in in other places uh help us out make sure to hit the thumbs up and stuff that's all stuff that'll help spread the show yes okay anything else guns should we get into it it's yeah. a rough day. Rough day. It's a rough day for both of us. Things I have know. been just, it's one of those days that just everything is going wrong. Not just for getting the show started. I mean, it took us like an extra hour and a half to get this show started just because everything was going wrong. But then also just in our personal lives. So it's an overwhelming day. So say a little prayer for us, yeah. folks. A little prayer would be great. And uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's just, let's dive right in. Okay, let's do it. Flippy update. Do you want fries with that? Okie dokie, folks. Uh, Flippy update. If you're new to the show, let me tell you, Flippy is the colloquial name for the disembodied robot arms that are taking our jobs, enslaving our children, and flirting with our spouses. We use talking, well, we use Flippy uh, sort of as a proxy conversation to talk about how robots are uh, taking over the world. Same with AI, uh, you know, all those. All those sneaky little mechanical buggers. Um, So I'm taking this story from TechCrunch.com. The title is Sam's Club will deploy autonomous floor scrubbing robots in all of its U.S. locations. The article reads, the past six months have seen a fairly aggressive acceleration in the option of robotics and automation as companies look for ways to augment and likely replace, in some instances, human workers. The appeal is certainly clear during massive pandemic-fueled shutdowns. Sam's Club has been into robotic floor cleaning for a bit longer, already uh, having already deployed tenants... T7AMR scrubbers in a number of locations, but this week, the Walmart-owned bulk retailer announced that it's adding another 372 this year, bringing the technology to all of its 599 U.S. stores. The robot can be piloted manually, but the addition of Brain Corps uh, service allows <laughs> Brain Corp. Sounds like a you know evil corporation in a bad video game. Or yeah, like uh, a dead brain, a brain corpse. Oh, corpse, yeah. Uh, but in addition of brain corpse service allows for autonomous operation. That's certainly a welcome feature given the cavernous size of these sorts of warehouse stores. Perhaps even more interesting here, though, is that the software can do double duty using the mopping robots to examine shelf inventory at the same time. Sam's Club parent company Walmart is already using robotics to perform inventory in its own stores. In January, the company announced that it would be adding Bossa Nova robots. Ooh, dee doo dee dee Bossa Nova robots to an additional 650 locations, bringing the total up to one thousand in the u.s the tenant brain corp system is still in the pilot stage though there's a lot to be said for a robot that can efficiently perform both tasks during non-peak hours like store cleaning inventory is a pretty massive undertaking at stores of this scale don't i know it um so you know the interesting little angle i wanted to take on this guns is a 
watch out, janitors. The robots are coming for your jobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have been for a while, but, uh, you know, with the mass adoption of major corporations, it just makes it more and more uh, affordable and normalized, as we've heard so often this year, normalized to have robotic janitors in these stores. And the angle that I was thinking about today, Gons, is very interesting, is where is all of the lefty activists fighting against the robot takeover? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, when it could obviously, you know, for better or for worse, it's part of the the main conversation about, you know, a lot of jobs like uh, scrubbing floors and janitorial positions, you know, and for better or for worse, traditionally sort of held um, either by immigrants, whether uh, legal or illegal, you know, it's it's sort of a s- certain class of job that uh, thankfully gives jobs to a lot of people in this country. But uh, with the replacement of these jobs with robot workers, where's all the uh, Democrat activists talking about how they're, you know, taking immigrant jobs or taking uh, with the farming robots and the janitorial robots. And these are generally uh, jobs that have been available to those who are making a new start in this country for one reason or another. But uh, that's going to be much harder, Gons, when the robots have taken all of these types of jobs. Yeah, it is interesting with the... all the, I mean, even last night we didn't mention it. Mention it at the top, but the debates were last night. the The mm-hmm. last debate between Biden and Trump, and yeah, one of the things Biden mentioned uh, was about the immigrants and getting, you know, getting them citizenship and all that kind of stuff. That's a big lefty talking point. And mm-hmm. yeah, why aren't they? Yeah, like you said, why aren't they? Like, hey, wait a minute, the, you're taking, you know, the robots are taking the jobs of those. Uh, people coming in from the third world, the yeah, refugees I mean, it, and everybody. Insultingly, the Democrat Party and just generally left-leaning like news anchors and stuff, they love talking about how Americans don't like janitorial jobs or you know picking fruits and stuff like this. And it's been a main talking point of why we should let more immigrants in. Well, that's going to be a difficult needle to thread. Democrats trying to make have excuses to let more uh, immigrants in if all these generally, you know, jobs that are available to immigrants are taken by robots. You know what? You know what the play is, though? I think they're they've already thought about this. And maybe the reason why they're not going in too hard is because Mm -hmm. this allows them to push the UBI, the universal basic income. Yeah, and that is the the sort of obvious lo- logical conclusion. Of right. That. It's kind of uh yeah. So why fight on the on you know the front here? Why not just be for the robots and then because uh, you know, nobody really wants a janitorial job, but uh, you know you need these uh, foreign people to have equal opportunity in America. So why don't you uh, let them in and then give them free money? Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of their argument. It's not a great talking point. <laughs> it's not, but that, that is their argument, you know? Yeah. But, you know, it's funny. There's hypocrisy built into that, too, because a lot of uh, lefty types, not just lefties, but a lot of them are lefties. They're like, America's horrible, the white supremacy, the nation of 
you know, uh, racism and all this kind of stuff. And at the same mm-hmm. time, they'll be like, these people want to come into the greatest country in the world. It's like, well, which one is it? Are we yeah, that horrible? Is f- yeah. Or are we, uh, are we the most awesome country in the world? Uh, this, it can't be both. Yeah, that's know. a good point. There's some double speak, double think involved there. And just lack but of critical thinking from a lot of the people. There. That's, that's participating in the uh, left, right uh, paradigm in America. Yeah, it is. It is. If you subscribe to the left-right paradigm, no matter what side you pick, uh, the logic breaks down pretty quick. And it's interesting how I saw a Prager U, you know, Prager U, the mm-hmm. uh, the outlet, you know, conservative right-wing outlet. They did a, mm-hmm. a, 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 what is it called? Uh, my gosh, my brain is like not working today because of all the stress. I they did a you. poll on Twitter and they asked what uh america represents and one option was capitalism the other one was socialism i think and mm-hmm. most people like socialism was way ahead and this had like fifteen thousand votes or something mm. and it was so it's interesting how the right-wing republican party is the party of capitalism and the left wing has become the ca- the party of socialism but in mm-hmm. reality, even the right wing, it's kind of like, unless you're really, you know, more center, more like libertarian, you're kind yeah. of asking big government to just do more right wing things. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a very interesting conversation to have because both ways are kind of, it, it, it's a circle, Basil. It's a circle. It's, it's all just, jumbled it's all up, man. It's a big circle. It's and, all jumbled uh, up. You can move one way or, or the other, but eventually you'll end up in the same place. And uh, that's why we keep saying the path is narrow. That's right. That is right, folks. Um, I saw some people in the chat asking why we aren't on Face Like This on YouTube channel. Just another little update. If you're tuning in uh, newly, if you're newly and bigly turning in, tuning in, uh, the Face Like The Sun channel uh, received a strike for a ridiculous reason from a video four years ago that uh, we went over it in the beginning of the episode. But uh, if you haven't done it yet, share this episode, send it to a friend, put it on your social. Try to let all the Canarians know that uh, Face Like The Sun YouTube channel is not currently um, going to be uh, broadcasting Canary Cry News Talk Live. How long is that going to last, Guns? Do you know? It's, Did they tell you? It's said a week, but they also said that, you know, certain, uh, my, my warning strike appeal, I'm still waiting for like a concrete result. I'm supposed to be able to re, uh, resubmit, you know, the monetization of the channel, all that kind of stuff from back in June. So I've been mm-hmm. waiting since June on that. And their whole thing is like, oh, the COVID. We're low yeah, on workers because of slow. the COVID. So, yeah, whatever. Well, it's kind of convenient that uh, the Face Like the Sun channel got a strike the week before you're taking a week off for the baby. I know. Yeah. That's actually good timing. It all if makes it sense. was ever going to happen, yeah. this would be the time to do it. Sure. So, anyways, moving on. Moving on. We have a bunch of updates here. Oh, did you want to do the other flippy or did you want to wait on no i want to save that for a later episode okay here we go a bunch of updates we interrupt this broadcast to give you a brief update by the end of this timely interruption you will be thoroughly updated 33 is the number of completion of the great war 33 is the illuminati dog whistle we always Mm -hmm. look for them on headlines uh being used for various reasons 
I got a few of them here today. This is DetroitNews.com. Michigan surpasses 150,000 cases, adds 33 more deaths from COVID-19. Ah, classic. Uh, that's the uh, yeah, govern- Governor Gretchen Whitmer's uh, reason there. Uh, why 33? I don't know, but there it is again. Happens every week. Happens every, it happens every day, actually, but yeah. we only come around to, to mention it you know, three times a week. But you know, it's incredible how we always have <laughs> 33 deaths or 33 more people getting infected story. Headline so convenient. There. It yeah, is very every convenient. day. There's just 33 more to repeat or yeah. to report. Yeah. Uh, and on the same grounds, this is WDBJ seven. And uh, this is 33 arrested in Wythe County drug operation. And uh, 33 people are in police custody after a drug roundup in Wythe County Wednesday. Interesting. In Virginia. And yeah, it's the other thing. Every time there's like an arrest or a roundup, always 33, you know? Yeah. And uh, um, speaking of drug roundups, uh, we're not, we don't have this story to cover properly, but uh, I've read a couple of headlines that say that, um, oh no, what's the name of the drug company that uh, manufactures OxyContin? I don't remember. Well, let me look it up. Anyways, uh, there's some uh, some headlines saying that they're going to plead guilty to being responsible oh, for the yeah. opioid epidemic. Yeah, yeah. I did see that a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, one of the things about this story that's interesting, the it says here that, uh, quote, there's usually five to eight guys in a group that goes out and round these people up, said Chief Deputy Charles Foster. Quote, narcotics officers with the sheriff's office had made several controlled buys there recently, so that's how they knew who we were after. Uh, they broke into four groups and spread out around the county for Operation Spiderweb. 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 Purdue. Purdue is the drug company. Purdue. Okay. Yeah. One more 33 update. And this one is from brewbound.com. Von Ebert Brewing introduces 33 Stars for Oregon initiative to raise funds for wildfire response and recovery. And uh, this is the Von Ebert, uh, Ebert Brewing is launching a new initiative to raise funds to help the residents of Oregon who have been impacted by the wildfires during uh, burning throughout the state. The brewery is making the recipe for its recently introduced 33 Stars Oregon Pilsner publicly available and inviting breweries interested in participating to brew their own version of the beer, building off the base recipe to make their own, yada, yada, yada. 33 Stars. Socialist beer brewing? (laughs) In Oregon? Really? In Oregon? (laughs) You don't say. It's those hipsters up there, man. It's uh, <laughs> they're getting they're getting drunk, basically. Yeah. Uh, all right. So those are the thirty three updates. We have another interesting, quick update to mention here. Speaking of the beast system, system. This is pileonline.com uh, Pensions and investments. CERN searches for next CEO. And the European Organization for Nuclear Research Pension Fund, Geneva, 
is searching for a new CEO. Interesting. So just the pension fund side of things. The chosen candidate will succeed Matthew Ayton Jones, who was appointed after a competitive selection process in 2015. CERN appointed a CEO for an initial term of three years with the potential for reappointments for further terms. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's always a uh, rotating. That's very interesting. How many pensions can CERN be paying? I don't know, but it must be a, quite a bit. Uh the fund, the fund had 4.4 billion Swiss francs, about 4.5 billion dollars, in assets as of December 31st last year. So, hmm. good amount, I guess. I mean, that that's yeah. a good chunk. Uh, I I would imagine with a lot of like the top physicists, you know, looking to dedicate their lives at CERN, that they're going to yeah. have pensions. Well, just to clarify for those who might uh, might not have had m- many opportunities to. Uh, I don't know, interact with pension fund companies. It's kind of, it's almost, it's a little bit of an old school thing. Doesn't pension funds, doesn't that kind of feel like uh, something from a previous generation? Yes, it does. Millennials have no access to. Yes, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And, (laughs) and it's a lot of it is in jeopardy now with the way the economy is going. Some of the people that uh, were promised uh, pensions, they're, they're kind of freaking out. Yeah, so. that that was a big thing in 2008. The 2008 crash mm-hmm. was a bunch of pension funds went belly up. So basically, this is the European Organization for Nuclear Research Pension Fund. So it's not CERN proper, but it would be a, a, a separate entity um, that manages CERN's pension funds. And basically, uh, you pay into your pension while you work there. And uh, this fund, the, it's basically an investment company. It tries right. to grow that a uh, little nest egg for everybody by making investments. Yeah. So that's what um, it's, it's a weird little aspect of the economy that it's like, yeah, we make tortilla chips, but also we have the tortilla chip pension fund company, <laughs> which is basically just a, an, a financial product company. Yeah. Um, but you can kind of, there's, there's always a, it's not always a separate entity. A lot of times, um, Companies will manage the pension fund within the original uh, corporation, um, but uh, sometimes they have to spin it off like this. So there's going to be uh, a generation that in the future, unless the Lord returns, where it's like, oh, you want your payout? Take the chip. Yeah, no, totally. You're going to get it in your digital dollar. Yeah. You know why uh, this is my suspicion? that they had to separate it out into a separate entity is because CERN is nonprofit. And are I'm wondering they? if I believe they are. Yeah. They're like a, a scientific, scientific research. Yeah. Yeah. You thing. might be right. Yeah. So they, pr- they probably needed to spin off for their pension fund. Anyways, that's not interesting, but <laughs> I'm all interesting and you're all, that's not interesting. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for just. I feel like we do that more often on this show than we realize. Yeah. This is do. interesting. No, it's not. I already Moving knew on. that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> this is where we can, uh, you and I can place bets. Oh, yeah. This is independent.co.uk. All of my things are having to load here. So give it a second. 
Hmm. NASA, never a straight answer, to make major announcement of exciting news about the moon. Whoa, listen to that tone of voice. <laughs> it's so exciting. So exciting. NASA will hold a major event to announce an exciting new discovery about the moon, it had said. The mm-hmm. space agency did not reveal details about the discovery. Yeah, because it's an announcement of an announcement but said that it contributes to NASA's efforts to learn about the moon in support of deep space exploration. It is yeah. also said that the, the discovery had come from the Stratospheric Observatory for Infrared Astronomy, or SOFIA. Yeah. The goddess of wisdom. Mm-hmm. What do you think um, it is? Do you have a guess? Because I know it. The second I read <laughs> this a couple days ago, I... I th- I had a, a sneaking suspicion of what it might be. Okay. Um, Are you ready? You, you go first. You, Let me think about it. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know mine. Yeah. I think they are going to say that the earth is hollow. Mm, really? You think they're going to say the earth is hollow on this <laughs> oh gosh, major moon? The moon, <laughs> the moon, the moon, the moon, the moon. Okay. Sorry. I think they're going to uh, say that the moon is hollow. Uh, and if you're a longtime Canary Cry listener, you know, on, during our moon episode, I believe we talked about how, who was it who crashed their um, China. thing? In China. China. Was it China? Yeah. China did it. it. So a bunch real. of countries did it, but I think China was one of the first ones to make a big yeah. deal about it well i forget who it was but let's just say it was china they crashed uh, a a module into the moon allegedly and uh, reports say that it rang like a bell yeah which made them uh, suspect that the earth was not the earth the moon i'm so <laughs> used to calling the earth hollow <laughs> the moon hollow and it's, here's why i think this is it um it's not that sort of disturbing you know but it is also big enough to make an announcement about the announcement right 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 so and i believe i could be wrong but i believe that they could have discovered this using the infrared observatory Um, okay some sort of you know image some piercing imaging uh that would tell them that it would be hollow that's okay. my guess. That's a good guess. I like that. Thank you. Uh, my guess, my my official guess, and my unofficial guess. My unofficial guess is uh, just to benefit the show is <laughs> wormicorns. They're gonna find wormicorns up there, and we mm-hmm. will be vindicated like no other. Our show is gonna uh, literally moon, well, and <laughs> millions of people are gonna start listening to the show that called the wormicorn years ago. That's, they that's already my fantasy. announced the wormicorns gone. So you know <laughs> oh, this. That's right, the tardigrades. Right. The, oh, the tardigrades. Israelis. Yeah. Was it the Israelis? Why do I have Israeli moon missions on the brain? Um, somebody flew some tardigrades up to the moon and they escaped. My guess, my official guess, because yours is good. I think you might be right. But my guess, normally with the never a straight answer announcement of an announcement, it's usually like really, really mundane. You know, it's like mm. buy the rumor, sell the news. Like the, the rumor is right. more exciting than the news itself. They're going to be, they're going to say something like, oh, we found some element, you know, an abundance oh. of some element on yeah. the moon. That's and probably more realistic. We now know that they have, I don't know, iron, a certain type yeah. of iron on the something moon. Or something that might suggest that particles 
you know, came from the earth or came from the moon and <laughs> they share a lineage or something. Yeah. It's some, something really mundane and boring. So that's my guess, but yeah, I, it would be I exciting. thought mine was going to be boring guns. <laughs> <laughs> no, not boring enough. Mine was boring, but no, no, no. You did a much better job <laughs> at picking the most boring news. That they could well, I just, I'm just, you know, past doesn't equal future, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you go by what they've done before, you, I remember the whole, this is like even before the whole flat earth thing when they mm-hmm. did smash that, uh, I, it might've been China. It might've been the U S I don't remember, but they, they basically, uh, said that they're going to have like a spaceship, you know, crash into the moon. And they were mm-hmm. saying, you can see it with the naked eye from the, you know, from the ground. And I remember like looking up and, you know, kind of looking at my watch and staring at the moon and, it apparently happened and it was like, I didn't see nothing, you know? And uh, I was very disappointed and my skepticism about our reality rose even more that night. So, yeah, yeah. They, they might say, um, big news about the moon. That's no moon. It's a space <laughs> it's a station. Space station. <laughs> uh, that would be you. fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. Jedi out there. That would be fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of science, science is truth, which is not a scientific statement. LiveScience.com scientists discover new organ in the throat. Oh, what? Yeah. You thought science knew all about our face, but they find new things. (laughs) They don't. Apparently scientists have discovered a new organ, a set of uh, salivary salivary glands set deep in the upper part of the throat this nasopharynx region behind the nose was not thought to host anything but microscopic diffuse salivary glands but the newly discovered Hmm. set are about 1.5 inches in length on average because of their location over a piece of cartilage called the torus tubarius the discoveries of these new glands have dubbed them the Tabarial salivary glands. The glands probably lubricate and moisten the upper throat behind the nose and mouth. The researchers wrote online September 23rd in the journal Radiotherapy and Oncology. Uh, and it goes on to all the different uh, stuff here. But yeah, who knew? I thought we knew everything about our face and stuff. Yeah, that is pretty weird. How could you miss it? Did they say it was microscopic? No, is that it's, what they said? Or it's, something else was microscopic. Oh, it might be microscopic. No, no, anything but microscopic. Uh, it's what? set about 1.5 inches in length on average. I don't know if it actually mm-hmm. says, that's like the location. I don't know if yeah. it says how big the actual thing is. It, does, it doesn't really say, but there's a diagram here. And uh, yeah, I don't know how you miss it. It's pretty big. In terms of like, huh. at least the, in the picture, you know, but, uh, yeah, goes to show science. They don't, they don't even know. Maybe they discovered it while they were, uh, sticking the swab, you know, into people's brains and they're like, <laughs> Hey, what are we, there's something in there. Yeah. Maybe they just kept, uh, nicking something <laughs> doing all those coronavirus nose swabs. They're like, yeah. I don't know, man. I think there's something else up in there. <laughs> We better take a second look. So this this is uh this should be like a really hard blow to like confidence in science in general. 
You know, it's like we're supposed to believe all these scientists and stuff, but they didn't even know about a gland in your head that yeah. we should be, you know, this kind of stuff you should have known about for a while, but I don't know. I this guess. Is, this maybe, is science. maybe it was just like one guy hundreds of years ago was like the last guy to go digging around in there. Maybe. And everybody was just like, yeah, no, that Mr. Henry knows found it all before. We don't need to go <laughs> looking anymore. Yeah. Who knows? Or maybe, I mean, maybe they, they've seen it, but they maybe just. Maybe it's new. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe we've evolved. New. It's been evolving. It's 5G. The, it's, it's the mark of the it's beast. The, fi- the 5G gland. The 5G gland. Yeah, it's possible. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, in the chat, Chili Peen, Face Like the Sun isn't live. That is correct. We are not live. We, we got a strike on the channel. And, this is uh, why we tell you to follow us on other locations. Go yes. tell your friends. Let yes. everybody know. Yes. And um, we have a series of stories here that pertain to... Harry Legs Biden. Got Woo! Harry Legs. Got the job. Got Harry Legs. So uh, you had mentioned how you didn't watch the debate last night. Um, I didn't. I did. I, I was doing other things, but I had it in my ear and I occasionally peeked in there. I think um, uh, if we're going to abide by the right-left paradigm, I thought Trump uh, did a, a much better job than last time where he's interrupting people. Uh, it, you know, the whole thing with Trump was like hope and America and pro America while Biden's message was more like, we're all going to die, <laughs> you know, uh, vote for me. Cause I'm going to fix everything. And one of the things he mentioned about the whole coronavirus thing was we're, we're entering a dark winter. It's going to be a dark winter and mm. a whole bunch of people in our little niche pointed out what dark winter was. And uh, Whitney Webb over uh, at uh, this is unlimitedhangout.com, and I think she also writes for uh, the oh gosh, I'm forgetting the name, um, the Last Vagabond, who was uh, mm. I think they were also uh, deleted off of YouTube recently. Um, they they wrote actually Whitney Webb here wrote an article back on April first, twenty second. Interestingly, it says here it's a thirty three minute read. I don't know what that's all about. It's a long read, so we're not going to read the whole thing. Too long, yeah. (laughs) But um, the headline here: "All roads lead to dark winter." The leaders of two controversial pandemic simulations that took place just months before the coronavirus crisis, Event Two Hundred One, and Crimson Contagion, share a common history: the two thousand one bio warfare simulation, Dark Winter. Dark Winter not only predicted the two thousand one anthrax attacks. But some, but some of its participants had clear foreknowledge of those attacks. And uh, you can even find it on Wikipedia where it talks about what the dark winter was. It was like this simulation in 2001. Uh, and when like you say contagion. simulation, do you mean like uh, the simulation they did of coronavirus yep. in November of 19? What was that called again? Yeah, event, event 201. Event 201, that's right, where they ran the simulation. So this dark winter thing, this was like a government or intergovernmental international simulation. Yeah, so it says here on Wikipedia, uh, Wikipedia, Operation Dark Winter was the code name for a senior level bioterrorist attack simulation conducted from June 22nd to 23rd, 2001. It was designed to carry out a mock version of a covert and widespread smallpox attack on the U.S., Tara O'Toole and Thomas Inglesby of the John Hopkins Center for Civilian Biodefense Strategies 
Center for Strategic and International Studies and Randy Larson and Mark Demir of Analytic Services were the principal designers, authors, and controllers of the Dark Winter Project. And uh, yeah, the bioweapon idea. You know, it's just really interesting how uh, all this stuff has been planned forever, I'm sure. And, yeah, uh, you know, it's interesting because, of course, the defense of Biden mentioning a dark winner is like, oh, it's just one of his Scrantonian turns of phrase. He's just an old man. That's not a thing. Nobody says dark winter. <laughs> Unless he's that in, even? Uh, you know, it's probably he's in these meetings, right, with these high up uh, dark shadowy figures. Yeah, and- he's probably just floating around in his brain and he just said it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. He kind of, yeah, he wanted to make a, an impactful, you know, scary. It's going to be scary. You know, the, the world is scary. And yeah. he just pulled one out of his little noggin there and it happened to be dark winter. And uh, he just ousted the whole thing. I'm sure he's yeah. getting uh, lectured by the, uh, the shadowy elite, you know, tone it so down. So the words he actually said was, we're moving into a dark winter? Something like that. I can't remember Spooky. the exact thing, but yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it was giving pretty straightforward. Little, maybe he was giving a little signal. Yeah. <laughs> and the troubling thing with the whole coronavirus thing is Trump's up there. He's pushing Operation Warp Speed. He's pushing the vaccines. It's kind of like, oh, great. Trump. <laughs> Trump is all into the vaccine and getting military intel to, you know, jab everybody with the thing. And then uh, Biden over here is pushing the dark winter. We're uh we're in a bit of a pickle here in America, I would say. We're <laughs> yeah. being honest about the situation. But, you know, we're QN on pushers of disinformation. So what are you going to do? No, don't say that. <laughs> we're not. The algorithms are going to catch you saying that. And you it's know, false. I'm waiting for the algos to catch up to understanding sarcasm. And then it'll be out of control <laughs> where nothing you say is not sarcasm anymore. And, uh, and that'll be the end of the AI. Yeah. Yeah. So what if sarcasm is the thing that just glitches the AI so much Yeah, uh, that it just destroys people just start saying things and it won't know that it's not sarcasm anymore. I don't know. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, you want to move into a main story here? Yeah. We got a couple of them. Got hairy legs. Got hairy legs. I was going to move into this official one. Do you want to do this little pre one first? Sure. So the, should I? Yeah, I'll just set it up. We won't have to read the whole thing, but the, the backdrop to both of our, uh, main stories going into today is this uh, Hunter Biden situation. This is discern.com FBI moves to interview Hunter Biden's ex business associate. And, Mm. uh, just a few, uh, minutes even before the debate last night, um, the, this guy, what's his name? Tony B- Babulinski, uh, the Biden family insider turned whistleblower, uh, came out on like a press thing and said that he has all the evidence on his phones and he had worked with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and, you know, all the, all the allegations that have been spinning around recently that Joe Biden accepted money from foreign agents or foreign countries. Uh, were mm-hmm. verified by this guy. And then, of course, you know, <laughs> I like the nuance you pointed out before we started the show here, but Biden sat on stage and very Bill Clinton-esque, you know, denying any kind of uh, anything he did sexually with, mm-hmm. uh, with what's her name, Monica Lewinsky. It was a very similar mm-hmm. tone 
when uh, Biden was up there when he said, I did not accept any money from foreign countries. <laughs> and it was like, dude, yeah, you did. But also, I guess you're technically not lying because yeah, he's technically telling the truth. He didn't receive any money directly from foreign countries. His son received money from foreign countries and then gave it to his dad, yeah, Joe Biden. Yeah, the big guy, so, the big guy. Yeah. So, yeah, and that'll that set us up for a couple of these stories here, uh, which I think are relevant to the reason why we're seeing it. But you want to do the yeah. first one here? The I will. I can see um, this whole thing as this, you know, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, you know, foreign money thing continues. Do you remember with the Clinton uh thing when they the the line well that depends what is means yeah yeah you remember that yeah it's gonna get that crazy when it comes to like figuring out exactly how he's gonna try to slither out of this one if we only knew how insane things are gonna get back then right i mean i remember back then even it was like everyone was praising bill clinton for you know dodging and weaving all the questions and oh he's so good at it and yeah, ridiculous. But anyway, go on. This is coming from dailymail.co.uk. So you know it's good. The opening uh, headline paragraph here is <laughs> Man 19 is arrested after plotting to execute Joe Biden and visiting a Wendy's four miles from <laughs> former VP's Delaware home before cops found his van loaded with guns, explosives, and child porn. Why was he bringing that with him? I have no idea. Uh, Wendy's is so uh, upset right now. They caught him out of Wendy's. Wendy's is like, no. (laughs) Man, 19 is arrested after plotting to execute Joe Biden and visiting a Wendy's. (laughs) Okay, here we go. The article reads thusly. A North Carolina man has been arrested after his van was found loaded with guns, explosives, and child pornography, and a probe found he was plotting to potentially assassinate Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden, officials say. Alexander Hillel Treisman, 19, who went by the alias Alexander S. Thice and is originally from Seattle, was arrested in late May. May. Wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Employees at a bank in Kannapolis called police to investigate a white van that had been left in the parking lot, and officers discovered inside a trove of weapons and explosives, including an AR-15-style rifle. Ugh, I hate it when they do that. What is an AR-15-style rifle? Is it an AR-15 or is it not? I don't understand. Books on bomb making and you can get books on bomb making. <laughs> wow. I got it. Remember, you remember Obama when he was trying to crack down on the internet? He was like, oh, they can download how to make bombs right off the internet. So maybe, nope, maybe but I believe you. Yeah. So it's, it's an Obama thing. So it was a PDF. Maybe he had a Kindle. <laughs> with bomb making PDFs on it. Anyways, books on bomb ma- making and more than $500,000 leading to his arrest. Yeah. What? How does yeah, how does this kid at 19 uh, it, it tells you in a little bit later, but a joint terrorism task force uh A Joint Terrorism Task Force's investigation found he had extensive Oh my gosh. 
One of those days, man. Yeah. A joint terrorism task force investigation found he had extensively researched Joe Biden, was obsessed with mass murders, had an interest in racist ideologies, and possessed with child porn. Oh, sorry. And possessed child pornography. Not possessed with child pornography. Treisman posted an iFunny meme. Do you know what an iFunny meme is? Uh, no, I didn't know what it was. We'll look it up real quick. Google okay. iFunny meme. Uh, Treisman posted an iFunny meme on April 15th, 2020, with the caption, Should I kill Joe Biden? Records show he traveled to a Wendy's within four miles of Joe Biden's home on May 3rd. If you're the CEO of Wendy's, you gotta be like, Come on, man. Was it really that important to mention the name of the parking lot he was in? Come on, man. Give us, give us a break. We got square burgers. On May 16, <laughs> he took a screenshot of a note that was consistent with a surveillance and attack plan connected to a possible threat against Joe Biden or other targeted act of violence. At the end of the checklist was the word execute, according to WBTV. Oh, and there's a picture of the kid. Woo. Oof. Uh... Treisman conducted internet searches between March and May 2020, seeking information about Joe Biden's home address, state gun laws, rifle parts, and night vision goggles. Treisman is currently being held in jail on child pornography charges. He has not been charged with any crime related to his possession of the guns, of evidence pointing towards a terror plot. I think they meant or there. In an order from earlier this month, a federal magistrate judge said Treisman should continue to be held in jail due to his pornography charges as well as his plan for the potential terror plot. According to police who investigated his white van, <laughs> he was armed with an arsenal of weapons. We know. Quote, through the windows, KPD officers observed an AR-15 style rifle, a box for a Taurus uh, .380 handgun, uh, a canister of the explosive material Tannerite, and a box of .556 caliber ammunition. The order said, citing testimony from an FBI agent who investigated the case as part of the Joint Terrorism Task Force. Another FBI mm -hmm. guy. More, uh, yeah, you know, this could be part of the six week cycle. Has it been six weeks since the last one? Oh, this was back in May. It was May, uh, but they waited. They did wait. We needed to wait. A search found approximately $509,000 of U.S. currency believed to be defendants' inheritance, books about survival, bomb making, improved weapons, and Islam. Uh oh, you can't say that. A drawing of swastikas. What? Okay, drawings of swastikas and planes crashing into buildings, as well as five additional guns. When Treisman was arrested, officers found he possessed driver's licenses from three different states. They also found he had purchased his weapons in states across the country, including Washington, Kansas, New Hampshire, and West Virginia. They also found child pornography on eight different electronic devices, along with other photos related to plans and ideas for possible terrorist acts. Authorities also found a handwritten autobiography in his jail cell that referenced mass shootings. Huh. Okay, so now we're 
finding evidence in his jail cell. Investigators said they found a note created on October 15th, 2019 on Treisman's Samsung S9 cell phone that described a plan to commit a mass shooting at a small food court on Christmas or Black Friday. He also had still images from video footage of the Christchurch New Zealand mosque shooting that he downloaded on March 21st, 2020 and internet searches related to it. He had also taken a screenshot of a February 18, 2020 Reddit post by username Alex the Bodacious referencing pedophilia and executing people he hates on February 20. Okay, a lot of different evidence. It just kind of goes down the line. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Keep going, though, because yeah. there's a there's okay. a pattern with uh, okay. with the, you know, the, the, the six week cycle, but also these busts that happen. There's yeah, a, there's a pattern okay. here. So go ahead. I'll keep going. On February 22nd, 2020, Treisman made an internet post referencing raping children and posting child porn. Okay, yikers. On April 3rd, 2020, he made an audio recording narrating the perfect porn video where he described killing two... Okay, I don't want to say this. On April 8th, 2020, Alex the Bodacious stated that he was going... To do a Columbine for a while, but I think it would be better to put it towards something more memorable. The judge ordered... The judge order said agents had found a picture of a rental agreement for an apartment in Canada and emails between Treisman to a Canadian immigration lawyer about moving to the country. A lawyer for Treisman asked an agent if he was aware that the defendant had been diagnosed with Asperger syndrome. Oh, that explains a lot of this. It explains this picture, too. Um, let me go back. Yeah, okay. A lawyer for Treisman asked an agent if he was aware that the defendant had been diagnosed with Asperger syndrome, according to the order. The court filing said agents had asked Treisman if he had any mental health conditions, and they were told he did not. Following the evidence, the judge ruled that no combination of available release conditions would reasonably assure the safety of the community and that a preponderance of evidence establishes that no conditions would ensure a defendant's presence in court. The Kannapolis Police Department Chief Terry Spry said Thursday, quote, the suspect was turned over to federal authorities pending further investigation. I am proud of our officers for their due diligence and quick actions that allowed us to prevent an incident from happening. Wow, this is very interesting. Um, let me look something up real quick. Why don't you make some comments on yeah. this? So first off, the iFunny uh, meme is just a website for memes, iFunny.co. Okay. So I think that's what it's referring to. Okay. Um, but yeah, the Asperger's thing, I like how they slip it in at the very end here. Yeah. Because uh, that, is, that is the pattern, you know, with, uh, with the it's, example that mm-hmm. I had mentioned before of, uh, and I've mentioned it several times, of uh, a former listener of the show who uh, was dating a woman whose son got basically, I think he's in jail now. For uh, uh, you know, basically having a plot to blow up a bridge in Oklahoma, the parents pleaded. The mom pleaded. He has mental problems, and the FBI mm-hmm. were helping him. You know, right. get stuff, get the bombs, get all that stuff. I, I you know, extortion type stuff. Yeah, I, this this you know, seems very this similar. Follows the pattern. It follows the pattern. He's got mental issues. He's got all these things, all the evidence, right? Like when you line it up, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm glad they took him down. 
But it's also like, yeah, because he's got mental problems. Because he's, because he's. Why don't yeah, you help kids like this? Mental not, health issues. Yeah, but instead of helping him, they they bust them, and then they say, "Oh, look at us! We prevented another uh, domestic attack type of thing." Yeah, and honestly, Asperger's. I'm reading the symptoms here, and it matches up almost precisely with the pattern of the six week cycle. For those who don't know, we're talking about uh, um, a cycle that was identified by uh, on the No Agenda Show, Adam. Curry and John C. Dvorak, uh, where it seems as though every six weeks, the FBI, you know, makes some big bust in a potential terror plot, but they always, well, and the FBI is almost always involved in a helping these, the person plan it, helping equip them with what they would need in order to pull it off. And then boom, at the last moment they swoop in and they're like, Oh, look how good we are. We caught this terrorist. When yeah. in fact they're creating the terrorist yeah. and then they c- catch them. So entrapment. Uh, Thank you. 88 netter entrapment. I said something else. Oh, okay. I said the wrong thing. Um, yeah. And so Asperger's, it is, uh, well, let me just read from the wiki here. It'll give you just a brief overview and you'll see where it all lines up. Asperger's syndrome, also known as Asperger's, is a neurodevelopmental disorder characterized by significant difficulties in social interaction. Mm-hmm. So this very much lines up with the antisocial uh, d- characterization of the target. Every single time, it's some anti-social teenage kid most of the time and nonverbal communication uh, along with restricted and repetitive patterns of behavior and interest where they'll get you know stuck in uh, get sort of obsessive about things and that's where you get the obsession with like child pornography or an obsession with an individual uh, like Joe Biden or an obsession with some sort of behavior that, um, you know, helps the, uh, well, I guess adds to the situation uh, regarding the six week cycle. It is an autism spectrum disorder. Um, but differs from other ASDs by relatively unimpaired language and intelligence. So they can kind of seem normal uh, to just a passing observer, although not required for diagnosis, physical clumsiness and unusual use of language are common signs usually begin before two years of age and yada, yada, yada goes into more of it. So like always, you know, whenever they catch these type of kids, they're always have some sort of mental health disorder. A lot of times they're on lithium, um, and uh, yeah, it seems like Asperger's is kind of the perfect target for this type of thing. Yeah. And the, the fact that this is a, a Biden uh, sentiment or sent, what am I trying to say? It's like a, like a, oh, poor Biden, you know, and, and pushing this because uh, on the surface you think like, oh, see the Trump right wing stuff has radicalized. The, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, you know particular side, and now you have these people trying to assassinate uh, Biden, and yeah. it's interesting though because it's got that twist with uh, uh, you know the child uh, porn thing. Well, they got to throw all the spaghetti at the wall. Yeah, just everything into one giant mix, and uh, and again, this published at least on the DailyMail.co.uk on the twenty third of October or twenty second, I guess. It was updated on the twenty third, but. Uh, the day of the debates, you know? Oh, so yeah. it's a very, Classic. the timing of it all 
uh, you know, notwithstanding that the Hunter Biden stuff was also timed, you know, for mm-hmm. the opposition. So the Republican side of things, but it's interesting how they hold on to these stories and then they all start releasing it in a very timely manner before the elections. And, uh, yeah. So the backdrop again, going back to the whole Hunter Biden ex business associate thing. Um, I do want to go into the, the other story. Are you, real, are you done with Yeah, uh, real quick? Yeah. I just wanted to make a comment, you know, even before I read that this kid had Asperger's, you want to know when I knew that there was some sort of mental health issue involved, uh, <laughs> Just all the evidence that, that which which piece of evidence when he had five hundred thousand dollars in cash in his van, <laughs> and he was like, and he was how going to Wendy's. Possibly want to yeah, like do what this kid did? If you got five hundred grand in cash, just go to Tahiti, man. Disappear. <laughs> go to Fiji. Hit the beach. What are you doing? Worrying about anything? Worrying Anyways. about anything, but also Wendy's. Come on, man, dude. Come on, man. Go to like, go to at least Chris or something. Red Lobster, baby. You can eat Red Lobster every night. Get that ultimate. uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a A dish. One of those funny dishes at Red Lobster. They have like the the captain's feast. (laughs) Yeah. The only thing missing from the story is the, uh, the flippy robot arm detected this kid and used it to like grab him and detain him. What? What? Because where Flippy, did Flippy come into this story? Robot. Yeah. He's these flipping burgers oh, at, the, at burger the Wendy's place. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't come blame on. this on Flippy. Flippy had nothing to do with no, this. No, I'm saying he, the Flippy would have been the hero. <laughs> oh, and that yes, would have set up the robot revolution, you know, like, oh, Hey, okay. he saved, he saved, <laughs> it's right, not the I FBI agents. It's a robot arm. That's right. Just wait until we have RoboCops in the FBI. Then it's really going to get nasty. All right. You better hit that second story. Okay. So this is, again, a continuation of this idea that all this Hunter Biden stuff is breaking. And I'm sure as we started the live show, I'm sure there was more stuff that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is more hairy legs. Got hairy legs. Got hairy legs. This is StarTribune.com. Charges. Boogaloo boys fired on Minneapolis police precinct shouted justice for Floyd. And the subtitle here, feds say Ivan Harrison Hunter helped burn and loot the third precinct building as part of a coordinated attack from the far right group trying to ignite an American civil war. Woo! Star Tribune, uh, very much left leaning as a lot of uh, media outlets are just to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. In the wake of protests protests following the May 25th killing of George Floyd, a member of the Boogaloo Boys opened fire on Minneapolis Police 3rd Precinct with an AK-47 style gun. <laughs> what is an AK-47 style rifle? I actually just Googled, well, I didn't Google, I duck duck goad, what is an AK-47 style rifle? And, uh... Nobody wants to tell me. They're yeah. just trying to sell me AK. They didn't even say rifle. They said gun. AK forty seven style gun, and uh, screamed justice for Floyd as he ran away. They are Democrats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, as he ran away, according to federal, uh, according to a federal complaint made public Friday, you know, if he's saying justice for Floyd, 
Why is that a okay. right wing no, plot? I know. Just go all the way okay, through it. Okay. I, I, I have questions okay. as well. A sworn affidavit by the FBI underlying the complaint reveals new details about a far right anti government group's coordinated role in the violence that roiled through civil unrest over Floyd's death while in police custody. Ivan Harris Hunter, keep that in mind, Hunter, a 26 year old mm-hmm. born. Uh, I'm sorry, from Bourne, Texas, is charged with one count of interstate travel to incite a riot for his alleged role in ramping up violence during the protest in Minneapolis on May 27th and 28th. According to charges, Hunter, wearing a skull mask and tactical gear, shot 13 rounds at the South Minneapolis Police Headquarters while people were inside. He also looted and helped set the building ablaze, according to the complaint, which was filed Monday under seal. Sounds more like Antifa than a right-wing plot. Mm -hmm. Unrest flared throughout Minneapolis following Floyd's death, which was captured on bystanders' cell phone video, causing Governor Tim Walz to activate the Minneapolis, or I'm sorry, the Minnesota National Guard. As police clashed with protesters, Hunter and other members of the Boogaloo Boys discussed in private Facebook messages their plans to travel to Minneapolis and rally at the Cub Foods across uh, from the third precinct, according to federal court documents, one of the people Hunter coordinated with posted publicly to social media, quote, lock and load boys, boog flags are in the air and the national network is going off. The complaint stated, uh, states two hours after the police precinct was set on fire. Hunter texted with another boogaloo member in California, a man named Steven Carrillo, uh, quote, go for police buildings. Hunter told Carrillo, according to charging documents, quote, I did better, LOL, he replied a few hours earlier. Carrillo had killed a Federal Protective Service officer in Oakland, California, according to criminal charges filed against him in California. On June 1st, Hunter asked Carrillo for money, explaining he needed to, quote, be in the woods for a bit. And Carrillo sent him $200 via Cash App. All right. Cash app. Hey, Good job. 200 bucks will get you a long way in the woods. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know, especially on Cash App, you know, you should really, uh, <laughs> you got a QR code tree so I can light you on fire. Okay. Five <laughs> days later, Carrillo shot and killed a sheriff's deputy in Santa Cruz when authorities tried to arrest him. According to charges filed in California, authorities say he then stole a car and wrote boog on the hood in what appeared to be his own blood. Brag on social media. A couple days later, during police protests, how do they? What does it mean? To, it, it appears to be his own blood. I don't does know. Does he have it's, special blood that you can see? I don't know. There's a. It's it's quoted. So, oh, okay. in what appeared to be his own blood, probably the report said that. You know, but yeah, I'm sure maybe if they quoted the whole line, it was like appears to be his own blood, or it could have been red paint, but we don't know. <laughs> a couple days later, during police protests, Austin, Texas police pulled over a truck after seeing three men in tactical gear and carrying guns drive away in it. Hunter, in the front passenger seat, wore six loaded band, uh, banana magazines for an AK-47 style assault rifle on his well, tactical since vest. It, since, since you pinged it here, um, I did find, actually, thanks to someone in the chat named M. Wilba. Thank you, M. Wilba. Uh, a Mac 90 is a AK-47 style rifle. Um, a different manufacturer, slightly different, but it is in the style of AK-47. 
But again, nobody knows what a Mac 90 is. So you say AK-47 style, because mm. uh, of course that's scarier to the scarier. average person yeah. uh, because they saw Nicolas Cage in Lord of War um, than Mac 90. Most normal people wouldn't here's, know what a Mac 90 was. Here's the other trigger thing with guns. Two other men had AR-15 magazines affixed to their vests. The officers found an AK-47 style rifle and two AR-15 rifles on the rear seat of the vehicle, a pistol next to the driver's seat, and another pistol in the center console. Oh, they're so scary, they had guns. Hunter denied he owned any of the weapons found in the vehicle. He did, according to the complaint, volunteer. He was the leader of the Boogaloo Boys in South Texas and that he was present in Minneapolis when the third precinct was set on fire. Police seized the guns and let Hunter and others go. Hunter had bragged about his role in the Minneapolis riots on Facebook, publicly proclaiming, I helped the community burn down that police station, and I didn't protest peacefully, dude. Want something to change? Start risking felonies for what is good. Uh, quote, Sounds like Antifa to me. Yeah, it does. Quote, the BLM protesters in Minneapolis loved me. Fire team and I, he wrote on June 11th. According to the complaint, fire team is a reference to a group he started with Carrillo. Quote, that responds with violence if the police try to take their guns away. Quote, Hunter also referred to himself as a terrorist, the complaint states. A confidential informant told police that Hunter planned to, quote, go down shooting if authorities closed in. He didn't. They arrested him without incident in San Antonio, Texas, this week after, uh, and he made his first court appearance Thursday. Hunter is the third member of the Boogaloo Boys, a loose-knit group intent on igniting a second American civil war to be charged in Minneapolis as a result of the unrest that followed Floyd's death, uh, Michael Robert Solomon and Benjamin Ryan Teeter were indicted in September with conspiracy to provide material support for a foreign terrorist organization. So that's a story on Star Tribune. Uh, a couple things to notice. It, th this says far right group, but the, we had mentioned how the Boogaloo Boys in the past, you know, the people that wear the Hawaiian shirts, mm -hmm. sounded a lot like, again, like an Antifa group. And based on the actions here, justice for Floyd, you know, shooting up police precincts and, and you know, even saying yeah. like the BLM are proud of us and all this. How is this yeah. a right wing thing? You know, see, it's another mischaracterization. They say right wing because they like guns and that's pretty much well, the only like guns thing. And he's, and he's white. Those are the two like. <laughs> yeah, right. Although there is a, there is a quite a bit of racial diversity in the Boogaloo boys ah. uh, from what I've seen. Actually, there's uh, some uh, just I've seen videos floating around. Some people have sent me stuff on Twitter of, uh, you know videos of boogaloo boys and there's a black guy there's an asian guy and there's a white guy and they're talking about how they're all brothers and uh you know they're just here to protect our rights type of thing um yeah. but yeah labeling it pretty much the only thing on the outside that you can see uh about the boogaloo boys that's right wing is that they like guns and uh the problem is, I mean, they seem, I mean, they're anti-government. So to call them right wing is already like wrong because yeah. you're, you're turning them into a political, you know, you're, you're attaching them to the left, right paradigm. Right. And that's the danger of the left, right paradigm is the institution 
it glitches their mind. They need to yeah. put you somewhere yeah. in the left-right <laughs> paradigm. Yeah. And I guarantee you, if you actually talk to some Boogaloo boys, of which I have not done, but I'm just, from what I can gather. <laughs> You've been mistaken as a Boogaloo boy. <laughs> yes, that's right. I do like my Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> um, <laughs> from But from what I can gather, they're more libertarian than anything. And of course, the left will tell you that libertarians are uh, far right or something. Libert- they don't even, they, the problem is, more or less, libertarians don't even fit on some sort of left-right paradigm. And that's the problem with it. And that's why we all need to <clears throat> disconnect from that because it's it's used it'll be used in articles like this they either got to make you far left or far right and if you like guns you're on the right yeah well that's uh if they're not some kind of alphabet soup spin-up you know some kind of uh uh, fbi cia whatever nsa whatever whoever spinning up some kind of group uh, easily done because you know especially with the boogaloo boys they popped up a few months ago, you know, on, on public radar with all the civil unrest. Uh-huh. Um, but early on, there wasn't much information about them, you know? So it's always, it's always kind of suspicious when it's, you know, yeah. movements well, like it's, this. It's funny because the Boogaloo boys have much more to do, like much more in common with Antifa than yeah. they do the right. I right. mean, they're anti-police. For again, I'm I'm just painting with a generalized brush. I'm sure there's a swath of uh, attitudes in the group, but generally they're considered anti-police, which is the left should agree with. They're anti-big government, which, you know, the right would agree with. And it actually sounds a little bit more libertarian than anything else. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the reason why uh, I brought up the, the, and this is all, you know, it's all in context to the Biden story or the Biden presidency election, you know, the whole thing going on here is because the guy's name, Ivan Harrison Hunter and again, they waited to mm. publish this story until today. I think it's yeah, today. When yeah, all the Hunter to, Biden stuff is dropping. The Hunter Biden stuff is dropping. Think it's some so algo manipulation. I think this is an algo play. They're like, hey, uh-huh. you know, we have a guy named Hunter. He's we can label him right wing. We can label, you know, we can confuse the algos or at least make it so people are, uh, you know, when they're looking up Hunter, that uh, you know, in theory this story will pop up instead of the Hunter Biden thing. Right. And, uh, otherwise, why even mention, I mean, it's like some guy from a few months ago, you know, shooting up people and getting arrested and okay. All right. So what's the, uh, yeah, there was a bunch of this stuff going on in the last few mm. months. Yeah. So it would make sense. And um, I know it's uh, the algos are different for everybody when they're on like Twitter or something like that. But uh, when I type in Hunter, uh, I think the fourth, third or fourth story had to do with this guy. This, uh, mm, yeah, so it moved up and moved quick up. Yeah. But also now I'm refreshing here and it looks like the Hunter Biden story is, uh, is breaking a little bit more. You can't hold it down. You can't yeah. hide it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fox news, ex Hunter Biden associates records don't show proof of Biden's business relations this fox news trying to debunk it i don't know you know but it's all information warfare it's all propaganda warfare so that's all this is state sponsored propaganda machinery 
And uh, yeah, but I thought it was that that's the first thing that first thing to jump out at me this morning when I saw this, it was like, Oh, of course the guy's name is Hunter to yeah. really kind of uh, play with the, the search engine of the word Hunter today when yeah, all this stuff no. is dropping. That's very interesting. Yeah. I think the algo manipulation, that story tracks for me. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So there you go. That's uh first half a show, right? I mean, we, we've been going for, I think we did 20. it. Let's take a quick little break here. Quick break. It's break time. Okie dokie, folks. Don't go anywhere. We're just going to take a quick little break. After the break, we've got liquid cybernetics. What's going on there? We got some black goo we got to talk about. Uh, Also, a cyborg art festival. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be so weird. And then, of course, everybody's favorite, a Nephilim update at the end of the show. It's a good one, too. first, what? The good Nephilim update. Oh, a good one. You heard it here first, folks. A good Nephilim update. Um, But we're going to take a quick break. We're going to look at some art. We're going to check out uh, what producers are up to and thank some of our new Twitch followers because, as you know, we are not currently broadcasting on the Face Like the Sun YouTube channel. We tried to tell you. And those of you who made the switch over to Twitch, you're not missing the show. So, uh, so you win. Gons, are you ready to thank some Twitch followers? Let's do it. Okay. First of all, I want to thank Lala Lacey. Lala. Thank you very much. Lala Lacey. Norse Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. We got SLS DIXXF. I don't know how to pronounce that, but thank you for the follow. Next, we have Ennumati. Ennumati. Like Illuminati, but you're too cool to illuminate, so you're allowed Numati. Yeah, something like that. Then we have O-E-S-M-C-S-E. I don't know how to pronounce some of these things. <laughs> Next, we have DJ Zymatic. DJ Zymatic. Thank you very much. We got Thunder... Mm, I'll call you Thunder. Thank you, Conrad. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have uh, Gon's favorite Basil. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Are You Happy Now? Now I am. Yeah. Thank you very much. Next, we have 0% Sanity. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Um, let's see here. Next, we have Justice149. And Jalfons too. Is French? Uh, something. Thank you very much, everybody, for following us on Twitch, and congratulations, you get to uh, keep watching the show again. Face like the sun, YouTube watchers. We hope you follow us on uh, some oh. additional platforms so you don't miss a show. And Numati in the chat there. And Numati Greek for in the spirit. Now that I see it, I see it. When you ah. say Ennumati, I thought, oh, it, yeah. I, you know, auditorily, I it didn't really register. But now I see the name. It's like, oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, there we go. E-N-P-N-E-U-M-A-T-I. Ah, In the spirit. Got sense. it. Thank you yep. very much. Okay. Well, thank you very much. In, in the chat, make sure to uh, welcome the new Twitch followers. And now, Gons, I think it's time that we thank some of our new producers. What do you say? Sounds like a fun time. 
We All right, so first of all, let me let you know, if this is your first time watching the show or listening to the show, we uh, subscribe to a little something called the value for value model. What does that mean, you say? Well, you might notice that we don't read any advertisements, we don't do any sponsorships or anything like that, which is pretty uh, par for the course nowadays for uh, different pieces of media, whether they be live broadcasts or uh, podcasts or whatnot. You know, advertising has sort of wormed its little tentacles into every facet of uh, media nowadays. But not here, baby. That's right. We have turned our back on the megalithic uh, giant Nephilim rulers of advertising. (laughs) You know, advertising has really taken over the world in a lot of different ways and not just the world but also our minds it's all in bed with big data and social media and uh, all that kind of nasty stuff and worst of all advertising incentivizes uh, content creators like Gonz and myself to consider our audience you dear human listener as a commodity that's right they want us to think of you like cattle so we can load you up on trailers and ship you off to some big corporation for our own personal gain. And that just doesn't really sit right with us. It doesn't feel right. It sort of dehuman. It doesn't just dehumanize you, but it also kind of dehumanizes us. And it's just not a good feeling. So we made the decision a long time ago to not do advertising, although, and I haven't said it in a while, but we have had some big offers from different advertisers. So I can't say it's the best business decision to not do advertising, but at least we can sleep at night. But instead of uh, treating you like a product, dear listener, we work on the value for value model, which is we create the value. We do this show pretty consistently and we like to do a pretty, we like to think we do a pretty good job. And if you get any value out of what we do, whether it's uh, simply hearing news stories that you haven't heard anywhere else, maybe it's the news or communication analysis within those stories. Maybe it's just entertainment or education. Who knows what it is, but if you get value out of this show, you get an opportunity to put some value back in. Now, here's the thing. It isn't just donations. This isn't charity per se, um, although you may be a very generous and charitable person. But what this is, is you investing not just in Gons and I and this show, but you're investing in your own media future. You are snatching the power away from the advertising industry to put their own value on a piece of media. Because that's really what's going on nowadays, folks. Uh, Doesn't matter whether you like something or not, the value of that piece of media is uh, determined by advertising companies. And that's another reason why a lot of our producers say nay to advertising and decide to participate in the value for value model. It's an investment in your own media future. It's a rebellion against the worldwide theology of advertising. And it's time to thank some of those producers. Remember, they are producers. This is uh, the real world. If you help pay for a piece of media, you are a producer. You can put that on your Uh, LinkedIn, put it on your resume, put our email in there and we will vouch for you. It's a good time and it's very serious. So 
First of all, believe it or not, Gons, uh, even throughout our Patreon emergency yesterday where we had to defend ourselves in the court of Patreon, uh, we had some new Patreon uh, producers come in. Are you ready to thank them? I am ready and also uh, grateful because, um, yeah, a bunch of people came in. And at the same time, a bunch of people canceled too on one of the Patreons. But go ahead. Yeah. Well, some people uh, canceled their Patreon and moved over to one of our other support right, right, um, right. things. So here we go. So thank you. First of all, actually, let me jump over here. Let me refresh the page. Make sure we didn't get anybody coming in during the show. Mm, nope. But I do want to thank so dearly uh, producer and Andrea or Andrea. Uh, for upgrading their support. Thank you very much, Producer Andrea. Thank you, Producer Andrea. That's right. And next on the list, we have a brand new producer. Um, producer, where has my basil gone? <laughs> Thank you very much, Producer, where has my basil gone? I believe that is a Twitch follower as well. I don't know if he's here watching now, but wherever you are, where has my basil gone? Uh, thank you very much for the producership. So there you go. If you want to uh, jump in and become a producer, going to patreon.com slash ccnt. That's patreon.com slash ccnt is a great place to do that. Now, a lot of people don't like Patreon, and that is okay. If you don't like Patreon, we support you. Instead, <laughs> 100% you can... <laughs> we support you now. It's a, yeah. Not that we didn't before, but, you know. They pester us. So you can uh, head over to canarycryradio.com slash support. Canarycryradio.com slash support. That's right. Oh. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Okay, well, real quick, before we do that, we're going to thank, uh, we also have patreon.com slash canarycryradio. Patreon.com slash canarycryradio. We have a new producer over there, and that is producer the big layaboutski. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Thank you very much, producer, the big layaboutski. Really uh, enjoy your name there. Um, did they? Oh, they sent us a message to. Yep. Got it. Thank you. The big layaboutski. Okay. Now heading over to Canary Cry. Glitch. CanaryCryRadio.com slash support. We got PayPal options over there. You can come in with a monthly producership. Or if commitment is not your thing, you can go ahead and uh, become a producer with any amount that you would like for a one-time producership. Gons, who do we have coming in on the PayPal? On the PayPal. I'm going to go in order here. We have Jessica C. coming in. The with thank the you very much ten dollars and 21 cents and uh her note happy birthday basil yes from uh, happy Basil's birthday, birthday. basil producership thank you producer jessica yeah thank you producer jessica c and then we also have one from jacqueline producer jacqueline thank you thank you very much producer jacqueline Ooh, you can get a song as a song yeah, yeah. impressive uh, we also have another, uh, I think, I think this is a birthday one, but I'm not sure. I think it's a double a, birthday, it's a double birthday. Yeah. yeah. From producer Casey. Thank you. Producer Thank Casey. You. Thank you very much. Producer Casey. Uh, moving on. We have producer Diana. Yeah. 
Deanna. Thank you very maybe? much. Deanna. 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 Uh, coming Producer in. Producer Deanna. $33 and she has a note. Great show, guys. I love to listen to you guys on my night shifts over here in England. Ooh, uh, England listener. Happy belated birthday, Basil, and congratulations, Gons. Uh, speaking about the baby who's not here yet, but uh, he'll be here next week. God bless, gang. So thank you very much. Thank you very Deanna. much, producer Deanna. And uh, the reason why the earlier Jessica was Jessica C is because we also have another Jessica, Jessica L. Coming ah. in, producer Jessica L. Thank you uh, for your support. She said, happy birthday to my favorite googly-eyed witty watchman. I Ooh, love your energy me. and enthusiasm and have been listening for years. You and Gons make us fringies look ultra cool. Oh, yeah. Many thanks to keep up the good. Uh, many thanks and keep up the good godly work. You are my superheroes. Much love, Jessica. And, uh, Thank kiss, you very much, producer Jessica. Kiss emoji. Oh. Yeah. Kiss emoji, Basil. Ooh. Ooh la la. I know. Uh, and actually, Jessica L. came in again, and it was the uh, official birthday one. Basil, I'm listening to this episode a day late, and I just realized that your birthday was yesterday, the same day as one of my sons, William. Ah. You guys share a birthday, the 21st of October. What a special and amazing day. And we got all the big kick out of it already donated. And as a one-time gift, I do support monthly already, but couldn't resist the birthday special 1021. So thank you for that. And uh, very good. Thank you very much. Producer Jessica L and happy birthday to William. Happy birthday to me. Do you think, (laughs) Oh my gosh, that thing really just keeps going. Do you think, uh, uh, Jessica L uh, their son William is William Steele. Oh, Will Steele. Oh, maybe. Is yeah, Will it's Steele's possible. Mom? It's very okay. possible. Yeah, we're we're just we're gathering in all of the uh, <laughs> jewel thieves of the yes. world. They're just There's all listeners jewel, and producers. Jewel thief family. <laughs> all right, thank you, producer Jessica L. Really appreciate the notes as well. Uh, next up, we have producer Bush Protector. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you very much. And coming in, uh, coming in big. I think, um, does, shall we make uh, producer Bush protector executive, prote- uh, uh, executive producer for the day? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Producer Bush protector, executive producer of episode 259. Yes, very much. Or thank you very much. Uh, yes. Executive producer coming in and uh, always changing uh, his name. <laughs> He's always got like a different (laughs) title for his name, which is excellent. We love that. Uh, Next up, producer Nigel. Thank you, producer Nigel. He's a new monthly subscriber. So thank you for that, uh, for your producership. And I think this one, he was uh, one of the people that canceled off of Patreon and moved over. Switched over. over, Yeah, yeah. switched over. So we appreciate that. Thank you very much, producer Nigel. Thank you so much, producer Nigel. Next up, producer Christopher. Thank you very much, producer Christopher. And another another one that came in, a new monthly supporter. I'm not 100% sure if Christopher was one of the deletions from the Canary Cry Radio side mm-hmm. of things. But either way, uh, we welcome all of the uh, subscribers there. Uh, it really does help out. So thank you so much, producer Christopher. And lastly, producer Alex. 
Thank you, producer Alex. Thank you very much, producer Alex. And they have a note. Outstanding product. Thank you for all your hard work and for keeping our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, front and center. So, yes, thank you so much for that note. Uh, We uh, thank all of our producers who came in with their treasure. But we also accept uh, your talent. And uh, Mm -hmm. we uh, were always asking for jingles, which we don't have any today. But uh, more importantly, the artwork. One art, please. (laughs) and we have a handful of artists and their art to share the first one we're gonna do is from ali uh ali uh, sent in a couple of them first one is the political circus and uh it's a picture of joe biden i think yeah joe biden and <laughs> uh, th- this is a good Hold reference. On. I don't have. <clears throat> oh, I didn't. I forgot you to didn't throw put it in the yeah, document. Yeah, I so to let do me it. see if I can pull it up here because my stream, my monitor is uh, delayed. So yes. you can continue. Okay, so this is Joe Biden. A very again, again a very good rendition of Joe Biden. It's creepy. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's so creepy. She's well, yeah. She, she got the the essence of that weird like deep fake <laughs> smile that he has. Yeah. Really well done. <laughs> It's and, his, uh, I, I'm a proud Democrat smile. Yeah, yeah. He always does that smile when he says, I'm a proud Democrat. Weird smile. Yeah. And the caption or the, uh, the speech, there's no speech bubble, but he's saying, I never said I opposed fracking. And that is a reference <laughs> to the debate last night when uh, Biden said he never opposed <laughs> uh, fracking. And, yeah, uh, but, uh, there's blatantly all false. kinds of clips of him saying that he's going to end fracking <laughs> and Trump actually called him out on it. You know, like uh-huh. oh, you said you wanted to move over to the, you know, energy or, or yeah, the uh, electric cars and stuff. And, and Biden was kind of like, yeah, well, it'll be a, a transition, you know, a smooth transition. <laughs> this is <laughs> really, really bad. A smooth back- transition from, uh, fracking to get oil uh, to move over to electric cars that have a thousand pounds of batteries made with blood minerals from <laughs> Africa. We'll run our cars on the blood of African children instead of natural gas or whatever. There's all kinds of wrong there with the whole electric car thing, because you also yeah. have this idea that, uh, uh, you know, we have California, my neck of the woods here uh, the, with Tesla leaving. You know, the California, yeah. the, de- the most Democrat state in the country yeah. can't keep the one can't electric the car electric company, car company. Yeah. in its state, you know, so that's a really just, good point. Yeah. I never actually thought about that before. Yeah, all kinds of problems there. Uh, Ali, thank you very much for that one. Sent in another one called select a clown. And this one's more of a Photoshop job, I think. Yeah. And uh, it's got Trump and Biden. Uh, both with clown noses and uh, and in the middle, a creepy clown. And it says, select a clown 2020. I think a lot of people are feeling that <laughs> after yeah. these debates. Uh, oh, and he's got that creepy smile again, Biden. That, that, that smile, man. I know. It really it works with the big red nose that she put on him there. Just picture him saying, dark winter. Let's <laughs> me. Like we're going into a dark winter. Hooray! A dark Hooray. winter. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Allie, for the artwork. And uh, always, always welcome. Yes, very good, producer Allie. Gazel and Bond's in the chat. Yes. And uh, uh, going along with the censorship issues that we've had here, this one is from Mark. 
And uh, this is. Uh, oh, yeah. This is fun. This is like a. Uh, what is that called? Uh, it's like a decision tree or a. Mm, I don't want to show how little I know about coding by attempting to <laughs> it's like tell a, you what this is. It's an input. Al- it's, an, it's an algo kind of thing. Yeah, a representation. It says at the top, the future of Google search or the present. And on the left, we've got a box. It's the a, a screenshot of Google. That And in the search bar is Canary Cry News Talk and uh, says input. And then you follow the dotted line to the algorithm, which is a big fiery box on the bottom uh, called the memory hole. And Canary Cry News Talk is going in there. So Google is just dumping Canary Cry News Talk into the memory hole, as well as Hunter Biden's laptop, voter fraud, Epstein's suicide, the magic bullet, the gospel, is climate change real, et cetera, et cetera. All the things that uh, Google just dumps into the memory hole. Then coming out of the algorithm for the output is just uh, another Google search box screen grab there and uh, just has a little smiley face. Nope. Sorry. Yeah. No canary cry news talk for and, you. And the caption that says your search did not match any documents. <laughs> Try different <laughs> keywords. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a flow chart of the algorithm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did I lose Basil? I think Basil froze. Hold on one moment here. I'm going to try to get him back. Hello. Hello. Are we still live? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, are we still live, or did we complete? You no, know, I was I was watching the Twitch channel. It dipped out for a second, but then it came back. Okay, so maybe it it looks like we got completely shut down, though. Yeah, that was weird. You know, when I, when I got cut out, um, I could still hear you perfectly, and I was still watching the stream and everything. I could hear you perfectly. It's just like my outgoing oh, signal was gone. We definitely got completely cut off because we just got an email from restream giving us the max viewers and everything. So huh. we definitely completely lost connection. Interesting. Interesting. Well, the, it looks, Oh yeah. The Twitch is still going. Twitch never turned off. Okay. Well, yeah. People are, are just listening to us chit chat about what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I, I lost connection to everything. My whole my chat shut down. My my yeah. own, all my browsers shut down. Skype I saw stopped, that. I saw like you almost stopped. give away our restream password on air. I know. I yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it's it's, it. it's covered, so it's fine. But that's interesting. Uh, okay, so I'm getting messages now. We're back up on Twitch, and we are back up on YouTube. Okay. So. All right. I think we're good. Okay. Well, thank you, That's Mark. That's what happens when you talk about the Google memory hole. We say, literally got put into the memory hole. I was going to say. While we were joking about it. I was, yeah. I, I think I mentioned how Mark's art there really, it really made the Google gods mad. Yeah, it really did. Uh, our chat's um, not moving though. I don't know if, say something, people. Let us know you're there or not. Oh, you know what? That's what it is, is the restream. It's a restream problem. Did the restream shut um, us down now? Can you can you reset the chat within Restream? Um, I think so. Because chat. Oh wait, there it goes. It's going. It's just slow. Because I have my chat open. I'm I'm watching the chat from here. It's just not making it onto the stream. Mm, interesting. Yeah, sorry, folks. While we figure this out, um, <sighs> tech technical problems. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. it's not working. I mean, I, lo- I, I obviously don't... kicked me out. 
Yeah, you got all the way kicked out. Yeah, let me uh, um, let me shut I down the chat sh- and reopen the restream chat thing because it's a whole separate app. Okay. And so give me a yeah, moment here. That makes sense. That. Sorry, everybody, but thanks for sticking with us. The ones who have stuck with with us, we have we lost about half of the Twitch viewers during this little hiccup. And uh, I don't even know where everybody else is. So I guess uh, Canary Cry Radio YouTube. Let's see what's going on in the chat here. I can. Oh, yeah, we've got Demon Lord Abarax is giving you some uh, software advice here. Refresh chat in you stream software. Oh, there we go. Yep, Looks like. We, yep, we're back, baby. Woo! We did it. <laughs> get back here, quitters. Gasoline. My goodness. Get on back here, quitters. You're leaving a, so soon. That's Look at that. We're gone for 45 seconds and people bail. Yeah, well, people are flimsy. You didn't know about this? I'm I'm actually very impressed for anybody who tunes into the live show. There's uh I've told this to you before, but the thought of tuning into a live broadcast in the middle of the workday is very impressive to me. Yeah. Well, Uh-oh. there now we go. There we go. Okay. I think we should just push on through here. We've got some more art to look yes, at. Yes, we do. We have a couple pieces Yay. of art from 88. And uh, this one is called Basil Snake Pliskin from Escape from California. And it's a picture of, uh, or it's a drawing of <laughs> yes. Basil. And, well, yes, as a it's duck. Basil the canary. The canary. It's I'm like sorry, a, duck. I you know what say these duck. remind me of? It's um, it's kind of like logos, like tour tourism logos for California. Yeah, it's like a. I mean, this will this is make a great shirt. It it would either make two separate great shirts, and you'll know what I'm talking about in a second, or a great shirt. Uh, one image on back, one image on the front. Yeah. But this first one is a nice little sort of circular logo for those who can't see it and it says escape from california and it's uh canary basil uh and i've got my headset on there and i've got an eye patch i look very cool and in the background is the golden gate bridge and there's a literal dumpster Dumpster fire fire. (laughs) (laughs) and and very detailed uh cows a bunch of cows do you see that are those cows yeah i think so no those are trash bags oh Okay. Those are trash bags. I, I like to think they're cows. <laughs> okay, weirdo. Because well, all yeah, the methane a, in the air, you know? Oh, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. We'll, we'll yeah. find out well, from 88. He might be in the chat here. So let us know if that's trash bags or if it's cows. <laughs> it's trash bags. But uh, this is um, so exciting. Uh, 88, always a pleasure to have your uh, your art come in. I can't wait for just a a lot of the art to make it up onto the merch perch. I know producer dust is working hard to make that happen. Um, oh, if you are trash. an artist, You're right. It was trash, but I like, trash. I like gasoline bonds, uh, her take trashy cows. There you go. Yeah. We can trashy compromise. Cow. Yeah. You know what? Tra- good, good trash comes from trashy cows and trashy cows come from California. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, there you go. That's escape from California. And that is, uh, in reference to last episode when we were talking about how I escaped from California. Um, and, uh, gone. Should we move on to the next one? Yes. 88, uh, included me in the mix. This is a portrait of me as a canary. And uh, the same kind of logo with the circle with uh, Escape to California. <laughs> uh, I have a golden tooth, uh, a cigar, an 88 cigar, 
and a chain, a giant chain around my neck, my hat, my, my glistening hair, a scar over my left eye. Sure it's very from. cool. He, so the way he has envisioned you as a canary, Gons, is like a, it reminds me of like a very anime anti-hero, yeah, uh, type of thing. You look very uh, grizzled. Yes, you got a cool gold tooth, and you've got a little speech bubble there that says "I own Kelly now." Yeah, yeah, which is in reference to last episode when you talking about you know you're just waiting for California to completely devolve into absolute madness so you can buy it all up and become the warlord of California. Yes, I will own it all, and uh, I don't know why I have jelly beans in my beard. But is that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know either. That, but I like it. It's a nice touch. My my steady diet of jelly beans until we can <laughs> we rebuild were, the state. Uh, we were joking before the show, guns. That uh, eighty eight has a way of drawing you and I in the way that we like to think of ourselves. Yes. <laughs> very buff, out. very chiseled, <laughs> and uh, with a lot of sort of grizzled features that make us look very manly and cool. Yeah, I definitely wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, and I go, yeah, this is, <laughs> that's me right there. This one I'll uh, give to the wife, and, and she'll, she'll be glad she, she married a grizzled yes. California slumlord. That, <laughs> yes, this version of Gons could definitely uh, take control in an apocalyptic situation. Yes. So very good. Thank you very much to all of our artists, but uh, you as well, artist, producer, 88. Always an extreme pleasure uh, to get all the art on the show. The You guys are uh, very valued and treasured producers. Again, I keep talking about how I'm going to post this art. I'm going to jump onto the Instagram later today. I'm going to go on an Instagram posting extravaganza. So if you haven't done it yet, follow us on Instagram. I believe you can just search Canary Cry Radio, but I think there's underscores uh, under all those. But you'll find it. You just search. Um, And yes, soon... There will be merchandise available uh, with a lot of the artist's art, and uh, we're very excited about that. Make sure to go over to CanaryCryMerchPerch.com. That is the Canary Cry Merch Central created by producer Dust. It's a family affair. Uh, You can get merch at cost, but you also have the option to tip the webmaster. There's costs associated with that, so I want to make sure it's uh, we can help producer Dust with that, make it worth his while. Uh, But you can also tip the artist and or tip uh, Gons and myself. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested. So please check that out. Yes. And a uh, quick thank you again to that night wind. Uh, you may have to do it on the Canary cry radio YouTube channel with the timestamps this time around. Hopefully mm-hmm. she'll find her way to the video uh, there, but just in case mm-hmm. she doesn't um, either way. Thank you. Cause uh, she's been thank really you very consistent much, producer with that. that night wind. And um, do you want to go ahead and do some of the reviews? Yeah, I do. And I do want to apologize to everybody. Today's show is so weird. It's just a weird day. So um, we are running kind of long on this break, but uh, we got to read some reviews. So one great way to help produce the show, and we really need it, is for people to leave ratings and reviews. And if you need to know how to do that, just Google or Bing or DuckDuckGo, however you want to do it. Uh, Search... Uh, Apple Podcasts Canary Cry News Talk. That will take you to the page. 
to leave a rating and or a review. And I want to read some of these. It'll be a little, it'll be shorter than past times, but it's going to be fun. Um, It's uh, ratings and reviews convince the algorithms to share the show with more people. And it also puts us on lists and things like that. Great ways to spread the show. It's free for you to do. It just takes a couple seconds, but it's very, very valuable. We have no control over that. That is all you, dear listeners. Um, And uh, I'll read a couple now this one is from trapple seed he's the one who made us the is he the one who did the pharmacia song yes johnny trapple seed yeah yes uh, okay he's very simple the review is five stars and it says based red pilled booyah easy peasy baby mm, thank you very much uh trapple seed next we have five star review from smith 1082 awesome podcast says it's wake up time hey yo wake up I like how that's become a pretty ubiquitous thing to leave in the reviews. <laughs> Thanks, Basil and Gons, for rattling my cage. I look forward to your show Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's packed full of information, a lot of which isn't even covered on the No Agenda show. Ooh. Woo! Very nice to have No Agenda referenced in our review here. And uh, what a compliment to say we we uh, pack information. You know, we kind of purposefully have to try our best not to... Uh, you know, just duplicate the No Agenda show. It's a show that we love and have loved for a while um, and is admittedly has been an inspiration for the Canary Cry News Talk revitalization this year. But uh, thank you very much. It's packed full of information, a lot of which isn't even covered on the No Agenda show. In addition to news and entertainment, they're teaching critical thinking, something most of us, myself included, weren't taught in school. Well, that's very nice. Thank you very much, yeah, uh, Smith1082. Next, we have a five-star review from BC78 Dollar Sign. Uh, great podcast. Great. That's the whole review. Great. All right. Thank you very much. Like Short it. and sweet. Next, we have a very fun review from For the Remnant. And uh, this one, I got to get in character, Gons. Uh, it's five stars. says, thank you for flying. Canary Cry Airways. Ladies and gentlemen, Basil and Gons have turned on the fasten seatbelt of truth sign. Please take your seat and fasten your seatbelt of truth. If you haven't already done so, please stow your preconceived notions underneath the seat in front of you or in the overhead bin. And also, make sure your critical thinking and empathy are in their full upright position. If you are seated <laughs> if you are seated next to propaganda, please read all rhetoric carefully located in your mainstream media article. If you do not wish to perform the functions described in the events of a false flag, please ask a brother or sister in Messiah to reseat you. Uh, we remind you that this is a nonpartisan flight. Forced false, <laughs> forced false dichotomies are prohibited on the entire show including the production jingles and art. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the sawdust in your brother's eye is prohibited by Yeshua's commands, unless you first address the plank in your own eye. If you have any questions about our flight today, please don't hesitate to ask your brothers and sisters in the live stream chat. Thank you. Booyah! Very fun. Thank you so much for the remnants. I feel like... Uh, I should. Uh, I can't you and stop I the, do. I can't stop what it. Hold do? on. I, it was supposed what to be. What do you have playing over there? It was the the airplane ambiance. Oh, like inside okay. the airplane. I was trying to find oh. a ding. You know, like a bing <laughs> yeah. sound in the background. Bong, bong. 
Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Very good. Well, thank you for the remnant. Gons, I feel like we could make a fun like outro song to this. Like I'll read it and we can do some uh, uh, production work, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Just think about that. When I have- Next time we- have some spare time. I was going to say, let me, let me put that on the list of things to do tomorrow. <laughs> All right. One last review here. Um, this was for, from for the Renment as well, but left on the Canary cry radio page it says two birds born in a cage. Flying is a disease. Courageously cultivated cross centered content cooked up by a couple of cool conspiracy connoisseurs. Ooh. That's right. Thank Good you very much for the remnant. And thank you to all of our reviewers and raiders. It is uh, my favorite time of the week reading these reviews. If you haven't done it already, just take a moment. It literally takes like three minutes, if that. Uh, Right now, if you're in the chat, search uh, Apple Podcast, Canary Cry News Talk, and go to the first uh, search thing there and leave a rating and a review i'll be reading more of them next friday uh which will be the 30th oh goodness gracious the 30th of october so thank you very much go do it now leave ratings and reviews yes and we uh we're at 348 ratings and reviews for canary cry Mm -hmm. news talk let's see if we can Mm -hmm. get to that 400 number let's do it let's get it to 400 baby yeah 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 okay very cool. Uh, is that everything for the break? Are we done with I the break? Know. I think we're... Wait, let me just double check. Da, 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 da. Uh, you know, we did have that email, but this break has been so long. Let's read the email um, next time. Okay, yeah. The email from N. Anon. Yes, and Anon. Uh, We are very proud. We have a lot of professionals who listen to the show. um, And this professional works. uh, um, A very, a very big uh, company pays. Financial technology company. A huge financial technology company that you all know uh, and may even use. Most likely. We've got a We've got a special report from that producer, and we are going to read it. Um, today is just so crazy. We're going to have to save it for next show. Okay. Let's, uh, let's wake up and uh, go. Let's do it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yes, it's wake up time. Hey, y'all, wake up. Speaking of which, I had this weird dream where I was uh, in an airplane last night. Mm-hmm. Stressful. Weird. And, yeah. and here's the weird part. We were trying to land, and we couldn't land. And then, because it was like the the runway to land, like the landscape changed in the middle of it, and everyone was freaking out. And then the 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 captain came on and was like, "It's okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was a simulation." And it was it was weird. It was very bizarre. Whoa. I don't know what's going on. That is weird. Yeah, yeah, that's stressful. It, I've been having some stress dreams. <laughs> it's Not, just stress. It's all it is. Yeah. I know both of us got a lot going on right now, okay. but, um, okay. Ready to go on. Let's see. Oh, let, let me, let get me to do this right. one. You could do you the do. next one. Sounds good. And then I'll that sounds right. wrap it up with Nephilim update. Artificial okay. intelligence. Demonic power. If you've been around the face, like the sun YouTube channel, or even a couple Canary cry radio episodes in the past, we've talked about black goo as this weird, uh, sentient, liquid type of uh, machinery. Mm -hmm. Well, 
It's all coming to pass. On, uh, pass. OnlineLibrary.Wiley.com. Liquid Cybernetic Systems. The Fourth Order Cybernetics. What? Yeah. This is Sounds crazy. so spooky. Yeah, this is insane. Well, let me just... Uh, you know, it's a lot of, uh, it, it's like a journal thing. So it's pretty, you know, it's a lot of wordy stuff, but uh, I'll, I'll okay. read the abstract here and it says technological, it's yeah, it's technological development in robotics, computing architectures and devices and information storage systems in one single word, cybernetic systems has progressed according to a jeopardized connection scheme, difficult, if not impossible to track and picture in all its streams. Aim of this progress report is to critically introduce the most relevant limits and present a promising paradigm that might bring new momentum offering features that naturally and elegantly overcome current challenges and introduce several other advantages. Liquid cybernetic systems. The topic describing the four orders of cybernetic systems identified so far is introduced, evidencing the features of the fourth order that could include uh, that includes liquid systems. Then current limitations to the development of conventional von Neumann based cybernetic systems are briefly discussed device, excuse me, device integration, thermal design, data throughput and energy consumption. In the following sections, liquid state machines are introduced, providing a computational paradigm free from immaterial considerations that goes into the direction of solving such issues. Two original in material implementation schemes are proposed. The colloidal, colloidal, or colloidal. Colloidal. Is it colloidal? Why? Why do they have all the weird, like the I is capitalized, and it's just a mm. weird way they had this written out. You know, I don't know. I could be wrong. Colloid. I think you're right. The colloidal demonstrator, or the cogitor, autonomous robot. Oh, that's why it's a robot name. So they had to make it all <laughs> jumbled with capital and why lowercase. Can't they just and, name the robot like Steve or something. I, I don't know. And a soft holonomic processor that is also proposed to realize an autolographic system. And uh, the one sentence I have highlighted in the section during the introduction, the most important property that liquids possess over solids is their capability to reconfigure their internal structure over a short time scale. And this offers interesting applications in the information technology realm where fast memorization and computation capabilities are demanded. And I mean, this, if this, if this is not black goo, I don't know what is. I mean, this is like, yeah. we're basically taking all information, you know, computational capacities and we're going to create this like liquid form of it. So it's more malleable and information can reconfigure recon and reconstruct in uh, much quicker processes and everything else. Uh, so they talk about the thermal design, big data handling, energy consumption, and uh, they go into the whole liquid cybernetic system. And I mean, there's nothing. There, there, I, this is black goo. This yeah. is like serious black goo. And they even have a picture, uh, a pictorial representation of a liquid state autonomous system. Red blob in foreground, uh, exploring the Jupiter clouds and sending data back to Earth. So they're talking about sending blobs of computation out into the ether space out there. To yeah. bring, you know, to, to measure and, you know, discover things in, in the uh, alleged outer space out there. Uh, For those who might not have heard of black goo, do you have like a simple way to describe uh, 
black goo and it's sort of original how it even became sort of a fringy thing to study yeah so black goo is this idea that there's a, a self-replicating liquid type of artificial intelligence like a sentient uh liquid and mm-hmm. it would uh again self-replicate and in the process if it goes out of control it would basically eat all of physical reality it can just basically yeah. kill everything and wasn't uh, it connected to like wasn't there some sort of whistleblower or wasn't yeah. it connected to some specific conspiracy theory it's really been a while since i really yeah. remember looking into it there have been a few whistleblower types that suggested that black goo exists and a lot of it had to do with uh, a lot of the evidence the problem is like the evidence that they propose is all mm-hmm. from music videos so like you have all these music videos of like uh super occult looking things uh, yeah, and they're all like you know a lot of people Obsessed say it's like just oil goo. yeah they, they say it's oil yeah. but yeah it's black goo there was like a i think it was a lady gaga video that was really i mean it was just like the goo yeah. transforms Billie eilish and, has a few yeah that it makes a makes it but this has been around for years too it's been I a mean, while for yeah, i it's remember been people talking about it way <clears throat> when we started podcasting 2012 or so yeah so it's an old concept but now it's uh hitting the mainstream scientific journals in uh in a proposed theory and and the fact that it's part of the conversation with the next phase of cybernetics um very much goes in line with uh everything that we do here so yeah and of course it's uh been connected by uh, you know some researchers who look into it to you know some demonic stuff and occult stuff all tied in with technocracy and transhumanism that sort of stuff yeah yeah uh, yeah nano machinery nanobots those are all part of the conversation too but it, but uh yeah there you go i mean this was i i mean it came across one of my keyword searches and I was hmm. like, really? I mean, th- to that level, like, wow, they're really it's just real. pushing it out It's there. real. It's here. It's here. The new Watch world out. Order. If you see black goo coming out of the sewer while you're walking down the street, just run the other way. Yes. And or, send us an email. Or just pray to Jesus and then become the goo. <laughs> no, no. Don't look towards <laughs> the goo. Don't look at the goo. All right. Okay. Um, let's You want to hit in the next uh, thing here? Yeah. Are you ready to become cyber? Most modeling is kind of acting like a beast. But making it fashion. Beast. But then make it fashion. That's right. <laughs> it's beast fashion time, folks. <laughs> we don't do a whole lot of beast fashion topics, but it's fun when we do. That's right. Fashion of the beast system. This is from innovationorigins.com, uh, titled People Need to Think About What Being Cyborg Means. Mm. We're on a voyage of discovery along augmented realities with 3D artworks and robots. The exhibition Impossible Bodies, which takes place online during Den Bosch Data Week, shows visitors how people are increasingly merging with machines, making data and technology tangible for everyone. That is the motivation of Ine Givers. Ine Givers? Ein, maybe? I think it's Ina or Ina is a name. Ina Givers, director of the Niet Normal Foundation. Oh, not normal foundation. Fun. That organizes the exhibition. Quote, it only becomes really interesting for people when they realize this is all about my world. Yeah. And uh, before you move on, the Mm -hmm. impossible bodies, the name of the exhibition 
the mm-hmm. I am is in parentheses. So it's like, I yes. am possible bodies, impossible. I am possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many people think of cyborgs as something from Silicon Valley and of rich people who freeze themselves in the hope of being able to live forever. Quote, but that's actually a rather limited vision, says Givers. Impossible bodies, the successor of robot love. Oh, boy. Should make knowledge. <laughs> you down to droid. Should make knowledge and experience with data and technology accessible. The aim is to get people thinking. Quote, we make technology, but just like a boomerang, technology also has a reciprocal effect on us. I feel like it would have been much snappier if they said, uh, we make technology and make technology makes us, but all right, that's just me, you know. Before new corona measures were announced, the exhibition would have taken place physically through a VR suit. Smells and flavors would allow visitors to experience what is not normally possible, such as what it's like to be a river. Works of art by Chinese and Korean artists were also planned for the display. Quote, this is how people see technological development from a different non-Western Western perspective, says Givers. Anticipating a possible second lockdown, the organization also produced an online festival that can be visited via laptop or an app. Using augmented reality, visitors can create and interact with artworks on the street or from their homes. There is also a virtual meeting place where visitors can communicate with others about their experiences as avatars. We want generations to talk to each other. The exhibition is aimed at a wide audience. Uh, Yada, yada, yada. You know, it's funny. Yeah. What the idea of like what it's like to be a river. I'm really curious what that VR experience is like. And and I'm also curious if somebody is like, oh, I really know what it's like to be a river now. Now I know (laughs) my life is complete. I can finally become a river. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyways, this was just a little update on the continuing sociological progression of technocracy and transhumanism, uh, two trends that need to be uh, closely watched. And uh, if you want to know how to be a river, this sounds like the event for you. Did we have a date? Oh, yes. The 26th of October. Maybe that's a fun live stream to do. Well, I'll live stream and people can watch me be a river. <laughs> Somebody, uh, Baz boys, what you gonza do in the chat? Gons, <laughs> yeah. just go with the flow. Uh, Reminds nice me of, one. uh, uh, who, well, who was it? Bruce Lee. Didn't he have like a, you have to be like water. Yes. Yeah. There you go. You put so water it's, uh, in a teapot. It becomes the teapot. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. 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 Well, connected with this, Gons, uh, I also want to bring Microsoft.com. Good old Billy is bringing us this story here. And it's in the fashion section of (laughs) Microsoft.com. Sorry, I'm playing the video while while you read it. So go ahead. Rag and Bone unveils its spring 2021 collection in a virtual world. It's fitting that founder and chief brand officer Marcus Wainwright has titled Rag and Bone's spring 2021 collection Film Metamorphosis. In the true spirit of transformation, Rag and Bone is unveiling key pieces of this collection virtually in an experimental short film. This virtual collaboration 
section features a digital avatar walking the runway through a New York-inspired landscape, modeling the versatile collection from day to night with a constant loop of styling options. And yes, you've got your video there. You can see plenty of uh, excellent uh, (laughs) spooky metal mannequins. Uh, The article continues, the idea is to use the virtual show case to convey the concept behind the collection, which Rag and Bone sees as the essential perfected wardrobe with quality pieces that are made to last and provide a sense of safety and meaning. Ooh, <laughs> you know, please give me meaning, rag and bone. The the funny thing, well, maybe not funny, but like the biblical angle is this is very much like iron mixed with miry clay with the like right. the metal, you know, humanoids that are uh-huh. displaying the clothing. But also, yeah. who's like, who's watching this going? Oh, look how good it looks on these silver people metal looking people. thing. Yeah, metal people. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll get it too so I can be just like these metal mannequins. It's just yeah. weird. Everything's and you know, weird. you know what's fun just to describe the clothing to people? It's actually rather boring. It is boring. It's not as fun as a lot of the other uh, beast fashion that we've done. Uh, this made it onto the show because it's, of course, a VR experience, and that's how we're all going to live soon, uh, both going to work in VR and living in VR and just looking at clothes in VR. Um, but uh, the clothes, are they're kind of boring. It kind of reminds me of, like, Kanye West's clothing line. I, did you ever take a look at that? No. It's very boring. It just kind of looks like apocalyptic hobo is Kanye (laughs) West's sort of style that his clothing is apocalyptic hobo clothes. And this is very similar, all very drab. And it just looks like regular clothes. Hey, you want some new fashion? Here are some green pants. and (laughs) That look all raggedy too. A brown shirt. And I wonder you how want the new technocracy fashion wear this brown poncho. <laughs> I know that they, uh, the whole raggedy look was, you know, has gotten big in fashion, but I, I'm just picturing how those uh, designers or fashion designers, like what they had to do to get that look, you know, like, oh, it's good, but uh, let's uh, put it in the shredder one more time or like run it over with your car. <laughs> yeah. Put it in that uh, aquarium full of rats yeah. for another day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just a weird, uh, the whole thing is weird. But anyway, yeah. yeah, wonderful. I do want to mention before I forget here, Incarnate Unlimited, I see your message. You sent us a song. It uh, most likely won't make it into this show, but we will put it on the next episode. Uh, just take some preparation to get things loaded up. So uh, we'll have to do that song and we'll give you a big old thank you uh, when we do. So I just see your message, Incarnate Unlimited. Hey, Sam Tripoli just uh, retweeted my tweet. Who's Sam Tripoli? He's uh, he's like he's got his conspiracy show. Oh, the real Sam Tripoli. Uh, mm. He's a little more vulgar, uh, aka the digital gangster. We out here. This is I'm reading his uh, Twitter description here. We out here. Uh, Doing bad things, saving souls. Twitter erased my original account that had 80k. Watch my special Armageddon and zero Fs. So he's a little, a little more vulgar, but uh, he, he had some stuff taken down from YouTube in the same sweep. 
and uh, mm. just mentioned how my you know my video from four years ago had the same issue, and he retweeted it. So, oh yeah, what up, Sam? Look what up, at Sam? you. I know. What up, Sam? He's got more followers than you, man. He's got, yeah, a lot of people have a lot more followers <laughs> than me. <laughs> me too. I'm I'm up to almost four hundred and forty. Actually, I don't know. On YouTube, I might have more subs, but that doesn't mean anything anymore. So no, it doesn't. Yeah. All right. One more thing to go before we wrap up today's show. And that is a Nephilim update. Nephilim update. Nephilim update. Nephilim update. This is the nerdstash.com. Fallen angel releases on PC through steam today, which was actually Ooh. yesterday. And, uh, it's a, I'll just read it. It's a, very interesting. Many games focus on the fight of good versus evil, painting you as good in the fight for justice. With that being said, few dare to put you on the side of evil in the quest to take down the good. That's where mm. Fallen Angel comes in. A no. new action RPG from the team at V Publishing. This game has been in development for some time, but the team is happy to announce the game is now available on Steam. And uh, you can find the game's launch trailer below. Fallen Angel tells... Oh, let me play it in the background here. I'm not going to use the sound there, but... Fallen Angel tells the story of Lucifer, the angel that was cast out of heaven by the angels and God himself. As such, he seeks vengeance against those who wronged him. When he returns to do just that, though, something's not right. God has left. And civil war is breaking out with all vying for power in this holy realm. As Lucifer, it is up to you to take advantage of this moment to put an end to this holy realm. Nothing will stand in your way, not even a pathetic angel. Michael Brown, CEO of V Publishing, had this to say of Fallen Angels release. Quote, we wanted to provide a twist on the traditional perception of heaven. Instead of a simple lush utopia, we have created a world that changes vastly depending on the archangel that controls it. This is not uh, this not only allows a more visually diverse game, but it is uh, but it's allowed. Oh, hold on! But it's allowed us to create bosses and enemies that are varied in both look and how they fight, keeping things fresh as you play through. Sounds so fresh. Yeah, so fresh. Oh, Sound, there's a samurai angel. Yeah, and the whole time there's like a there's a pentagram. That like spins as part of your yeah. like power thing. Yeah, uh, they've got I, the Kabbalah yeah, tree of life tree of as life. your skill tree. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yeah, oh, they got it all in here. Yeah. Okay, so now we can be the Nephilim. <laughs> I guess this is just straight up Lucifer. It's straight huh? up Lucifer. I mean, I put it under Nephilim update because it's, you know, it kind of fits. But, uh, you know, this sentiment, I, I like how they frame it as like, oh, it's so fresh. You get to play Lucifer. So fresh. <laughs> but this is like exactly, if you go back to Age of Deceit 1, Fallen Angels in the New World Order, and you there's a clip that I put in there, a very famous clip from Bill Cooper, uh, mm -hmm. the author of Behold a Pale Horse. And mm -hmm. he talks about how the, the Masons, the occultists, they all see Lucifer as the good guy. And they see right. God as the bad guy who imprisoned humanity and yeah. Lucifer came to free them from the prison of garden, you know, of the garden of Eden. So yeah. I, this is, I mean, this Which is, is so exactly funny. That. Yeah. It's so funny that they're like, Oh, this is so new and fresh. You get to, to Lucifer is a good guy. 
And it's like, well, I mean, the elites that control our entire society think that a Lucifer is a good guy, so uh, it's not that fresh. I mean, not it's kind of an old fresh. idea. fresh. And very apparent as to the uh, references to Kabbalah uh, and other esoteric uh, knowledge type of stuff. But, you know, what's really interesting, too, is... Um, um, and also, this is not that fresh. There's plenty no, of games where you so play many, the devil. So many games like that. And yeah. and like the graphics on this is kind of a throwback. It's like... It's one of these indie game things, 8-bit yeah, type of 8-bit, uh, that's, animation. That's right. And But the, the part that I found interesting is Lucifer you know, goes back and God is gone. He's left. Mm. Where did he... What, like That's a really convenient part of the plot, you know? Like God just is just gone. He just left. <laughs> he's 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 gone now so now you can fight to control heaven like, you know a okay. fun little detail yeah when i finished watching this trailer i'm looking at it right now watched it while we were talking about it mm-hmm. uh you know uh, the next uh suggested youtube videos come up uh-huh. one of them well the very first one is sensor tech live stream ccnt hey. 259 hey knows you <laughs> Yes, they're really knows they're, you. The circle, the Uroburos has been completed. <laughs> they're advertising my own live stream to me while I'm on the live stream. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Seriously trippy, bro. Yeah, the Ouroboros yeah. is complete. Yes. And uh yeah, so there you go. Go go no, don't go play Fallen Angel. <laughs> Where you it's get only, to be uh, Lucifer. It's only $19.99. It is cheap. Now this could be a live stream. You know, calling out all the cult symbolism taking place. That's what we've been that when we first started our Twitch account, we kept talking about how that's what we were going to do. This was the year, a year ago or more. We were talking about doing this Twitch account. And uh, the plan was for me to play video games and for both of us to be on here and dissecting the video games as we play them and picking out the storylines and the mind control and the symbology and the sigils and et cetera, et cetera. But then this little thing called coronavirus happened. So we just started doing this show instead. The scandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so, Don't do that. Gons. You're going to get us kicked off. <laughs> Whatever. We're already kicked off. <laughs> okay. I'm excited All for right. the, the, the people that tuned in today. I really appreciate like the 150 ish yeah. less than that. It's a it's an elite group, yeah. a very small elite group of viewers today. You are the ones who took my advice and said, follow us on multiple platforms or else you're never going to see us again. And um, they thought I was joking. The uh, others. I was going to say that my lighting is changing and getting, I'm like super dark now because of uh, just the way things are today. There's no sunlight. You're so dark. I'm. <laughs> You racist. (laughs) (laughs) A resident person of color. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Should we end the show? Let's do it. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Canary Cry News Talk. Here's the thing. Don't go anywhere. After the show, there's going to be the Canary Cry mixtape. So you're going to want to tune in and get all the cool Canary Cry tunes created by people. professionals your producers of the show your pros Uh, a lot of good songs there but um let's see remember to tune in next show which oh my gosh guns next week is baby week 
It is baby well, week. Yeah, we got I guess we need to officially let everybody know. Yeah. And yeah. the only people that are going to know are our small elite group right now. Well, and um, uh, and the people that actually listen on the podcast player. Yes. So next end. week there's a couple things to keep in mind. Um it's baby week for Gons. So we're giving Gons the week off. Uh, so don't expect your regular Canary Cry news talk all week long. We are currently figuring out what to do. There's a couple of options. And maybe, I think maybe we should put this out on a poll or something, Gons. Um, I don't know how to do this. If you care, here's what I'm going to say. If you care about Canary Cry news talk next week, baby week, um, there's a couple options. I'll be taking... Uh, what am I trying to say here? First of all, we're going to have some Canary Cry radio episodes coming out next week um, to hopefully fill the void. And we're also trying to figure out exactly what to do. I am still more or less available to do some some sort of live streaming. Um, and we're trying to figure out what what there is for me to do. I don't want to necessarily degrade the Canary Cry News Talk product by trying to do two hours alone, just talking to myself and just like speaking into the void. It's just not as fun. Uh, there's We can't joke. There's no discussion. It's just me reading articles and trying to make jokes to myself for two hours. Um, but there's some options. One of them is maybe I play some video games and you guys tune in and I'll play some video games and we'll do some dissection together. Uh, or I can try to get, we can try to get a, a guest to come do Canary Cry News Talk with us or with me. Uh, or I can do, I'm thinking about maybe trying to do some live Joy Spiracy theory episodes uh, to make up for it. There's just a lot of stuff like that. Um, any other things you want to throw out there, Gons? What I'm going to do is say, if you're here and you care, uh, send an email to canarycryradio at gmail.com uh, with your thoughts. I'm not guaranteeing I'm going to obey anybody, but I'm kind of going to crowdsource this a little bit. What would you like for Baby Week? Um, Gons, do you have anything to add to that? Um, I think you should do a, a Canary Cry News Talk fundraising event and live stream for 20 uh no 33 hours straight oh, God. and <laughs> <laughs> and try to raise uh you know enough money to get your uh your whatever your thing your cyborg thing you want to do with the robot thing oh get my mech racing your lessons? mech racing lessons yeah that's, oh, that's it you know there's some fun vr games that i have on this thing that i haven't been playing for a while but one's called robo recall have i told you about this a little bit i yeah. think i've told you about it but i'll say it on the show is this game where uh you know it's a future where robots are very common there's robots walking around everywhere basically what we talk about on the show all the time um but you know everybody has a household robot and there's robots walking down the street but a problem happens in the system and all the robots go crazy and they start attacking humans and uh it's a very fun game uh and basically you could just watch me 
destroy robots for a couple hours. That could be fun. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but if you have any suggestions or something, keep an eye on our Twitter. Uh, follow Gons on Twitter. We'll probably put it on Facebook too. Make sure to follow us on some sort of social. I'll probably do a, a, a crowdsourcing idea campaign at canarycry.community as well. Um, I don't know. We're just trying to figure this out. I'm, I'm going to be on my own next week. Um, but regardless of what we do for uh, live stuff, um, we will be putting out some Canary Cry radio episodes next week, so you should have some content no matter what. Make sure you're subscribed to Canary Cry radio on your podcast player um, so you can get those shows. It's going to be great. Yep. Sounds good. Okay. So there you go. I don't know exactly when the next show will be. It'll be in November, whatever it is. The next show will be in November um, as far as proper Canary Cry news talk is concerned. But uh, make sure to get in touch with us uh, on the email, on the socials, stuff like that. We'll keep you posted on everything. And happy baby week to you, Gons. Yeah. Maybe I'll do some uh, fundraising. We can buy the baby uh, a VR headset or something. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Please keep that away from the baby's head for a while. Uh, I'll try my best, but oh, sorry. I was going to say some... some people asked about a, a baby shower for us. And do I have a registry? And I think we used to have something on Amazon, but I don't know if it's still there. Um, yeah, we used to have an Amazon wish list. Maybe we need yeah, to put that back maybe together. Something like that. If people are asking, we can put some baby. <laughs> what we should do is do a baby shower registry on Amazon, but I will fill it with the <laughs> objects that you, that I want your baby to have. Oh, great. <laughs> it's going to be, oh, that'll be, well, you know, that'll be, uh, you're going to have things that you'll give us that, uh, you know, we can't open for like 30 years, you know? Time capsule, <laughs> time capsule type of stuff. But I'm, also- I'm getting. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I was going to say, uh, well, now, now I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, oh, I, I join canarycry.community because I will post uh, pictures there. I don't want to post it on the big social yeah. medias, but I will do it right. on canarycry.community, uh, which is our own social media network there. So join there and uh, look for the pictures when little baby, his name is Kezo. So Kezo. Yeah, cool. So Gonzo and Kezo. That's a cool name. Yeah. Yep. I don't know, Gons. I'm looking at the chat here. A lot of people want to watch me play video games. I, I think that's a, a good idea. I think it might that's be a, good, a good week next week. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do that because I'll I'll watch. I'll tune in and I'll you know I'll yeah, yell at you. We'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. If you yeah, there we go. Yeah, Gons can be in the chat while he coddles a baby. All right. We'll figure it out though. Get, pay attention to all the socials, including canarycry.community. The only way to see baby pictures of, uh, Kato. Kato and Gonzo. What did I say? Kato. Kazo. It's Kazo, <laughs> not thinking Kato. of the OJ Simpson guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's Kazo. Kazo. Is it with a Z? Yeah. K Sweet. It's, it's spelled K E I Z O. Uh, uh -huh. but people are going to mispronounce it and say Kizo cause you know, K E I Keith, but ah, it's, uh, it. it's Kazo pronounced Kazo K A Y Z O is the pronunciation. Does that have a meaning in, in Japanese or something? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I got to look it up though. It's been a while since I had it. Um, well I'll, I'll put it in a, the social okay. post cause we'll right now it it's going to be a while. For yeah. me to pull it up. We got to end the show here. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get um, it. 
Okay, so like I said, remember to go to canarycry.community. Join the community. It's a great place filled with canarians just like yourself. I'm assuming with this elite group we have today, everybody's in there. But if you're not, go do it. You can see Gonza's baby, but there's also lots of talk about conspiracy theories and uh, uh, not just conspiracy theories, but people are, there's a prayer wall. There's the Canary Cry Gamer Guild. I know they like it when I mention them. What's up? CCGG. Oh my gosh, I'm so thrown off for this. It's okay, game. I found. So there you I go. Found the go to CanaryCry.community. I found the meaning of his name based on the uh, kanji that we're going to use, ah, and his name okay. means "blessed is three. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, whoa, yeah, yeah, I know. Cool. Yeah. Um. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much. Now, next week <laughs> is Baby Week, but we still will need producers. So, uh, if you, this is a great time to become a producer of Canary Cry News Talk because uh, you'll be supporting <laughs> Lil Kazo. <laughs> he needs your help. <laughs> um, so, become a producer of Canary Cry News Talk by heading to patreon.com slash ccnt. That's patreon.com slash ccnt. Or if you don't like Patreon, we totally get it. You can head over to canarycryradio.com slash support. Canary Cry Radio dot com slash support that's right canarycryradio.com slash support has paypal options as well as cryptocurrency please consider becoming a producer of canary cry news talk this is where the canary cry family this time baby week is going to be where the real canary cry family bands together guns because you know the casual v- listeners and viewers and the casual people who kind of tune in maybe they love the show that's great but uh, this is a moment where we really need the canary cry family Family to come together uh, to kind of keep things rolling during baby week um, because it won't be normal at all but we still have the same needs uh, as far as producership um, comes or goes so please if you are if you consider yourself part of the canary cry family please consider supporting us during baby week uh, it's going to be very exciting and let's see here remember we're going to need art and we're gonna need jingles, and we got songs. We're gonna need more songs. You can be a producer that way as well with your talents. And just cause this baby week doesn't mean we don't want your art or jingles or music. So make sure to uh, put that all together and send it to canarycryradio.com. Nope, canarycryradio at gmail.com. You get off Gmail too. I caught my, yes, we have plans. We, yeah, we'll talk about that later. (sighs) We will be getting off of Gmail. I mean, we are already, there are reasons why we are still on Gmail. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people don't like it. uh, So we'll also be opening up other non Gmail options for people. But for now, send your art to, uh, canarycryradio at gmail.com and let me know what you want during baby week just tell me what you want (laughs) i'm tired of trying to make this decision myself um okay do that do that let's see here leave ratings and reviews i will still be checking out ratings and reviews very important just search apple podcast canary cry news talk leave a rating and a review very important and uh anyways am i forgetting anything i think that's it let's 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 done 
And uh, lastly, a great way to support the show is share an episode with somebody you know and love. You got friends and family who are starting to wake up to the fact that the world is not what it seems. And you can help them. And you can help us by sharing with them an episode of Canary Cry News Talk, whether it's the video version or the podcast version, whatever it is. It's time to rattle some cages, people. Walk right up to them, grab them by the cage and shake it. The end of the world occurred pretty much as we had predicted. The human race will have every opportunity to improve. And if they don't? Ask Noah. That's right, just ask Noah. All right, everybody, remember, you've heard it before, next week is baby week, but we'll have the next proper Canary Cry News Talk episode uh, coming up in November. But make sure to tune in next week because I'm going to be doing some fun stuff, keeping the content rolling. And make sure to check out Canary Cry Radio episodes dropping next week as well. And stay tuned to all the social media so you know what is coming and what is going. And um, any last words, Gonzo? Nope. Thank you guys for all your support throughout some uh, rough times in the sensor tech. That's right, Sensor Tech. Yeah. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Canary Cry News Talk. Make sure to tune in next time. But until then, think outside the cage. Oops. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> being against pedophilia. What they're against is Catholics. Remember, reality is an illusion. The universe is a hologram. Bye, gold. Bye! I want to shake things up, shake things up. I want to shake things up, shake things up. Leave the bird alone. I want to stir up some controversy. I want to rattle a few cages. I want to rattle a few cages. I'm the last angry man. You'll never silence I'm me. I'm the last angry man. Oh, 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 I I'm it. the last angry man. You'll never silence I'm me. I'm the last angry man. A crusader for the little guy. Little guy. Little guy. Well, we'll see about that. Whatever, Illuminati. Another fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> Another fun fact. Brings me back to my screamo days.
Too pot. That's where I started. Light up a huge blunt. A joint. Give everybody magic mushrooms. Smoke. The CIA, you know, I mean, lots of intelligence agencies have tested secretly dosing communities. Psychoactive pills should be covertly administered. Put me on some, some, I don't know. Are you shot in the butt? Fluoride, oxytocin, get a chemical hug. Uh, I did dabble, you know, some of that uh, robot crack. I know what it's like. It's a lethal, lethal recipe for disaster. You need help. If you're a pharmacist, you need to repent. (laughs) All right, weird.
humans will be confined in a people's zoo. People, I'll keep you safe and The camera's on